Hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Wolfden Live, episode 242. The one where worlds will live and worlds will die and nothing <laughs> will ever be the same again. We're dying, guys. <laughs> We're saying. That's it. It's over for uh. us. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to, we're going to address this right out the front because the title is The Last Wolf Den Live and it's not clickbait. This is The Last Wolf Den Live. Okay. Yeah. People in the, this is, we're going to do a whole regular old Wolf Den Live. So this is going to be a two hour podcast. And there's going to be people in the chat who are going to be like, wait, I just got here. What happened? So you in the chat need to tell them all scroll back. This is YouTube. People can rewind. There's a DVR yeah. feature. So tell them to rewind to the beginning and watch the whole thing again. Uh, Wolf Den Live is over. This is it. It's the last one. And it's, mm -hmm. again, it's not clickbait. This is it. Uh, so, Wolfden Live is done. It will. There will be a hiatus of up to a month, couple weeks. I don't know. I don't know how long it's going to be. But then there will be a new podcast on Twitch. It won't be streamed on YouTube anymore. It'll be called something different. Probably wolf den podcast <laughs> but uh it's not gonna be on youtube anymore it's gonna be on a different day it's gonna it's there's a lot of factors that make it a completely different podcast uh it might also be on a completely different podcast feed so if you are currently uh listening to this on soundcloud it might be somewhere else but we'll let you know keep subscribed to whatever feed you're subscribed to and we will let you know uh how to uh, we'll like upload a, a an MP3 or something to be like, hey, this is the new feed now. Come over here. Um, also, if you're here on YouTube, hi, thanks for watching. Uh, subscribe to the Wolfden VODs account. The link is in the description of this video right now, because that's gonna turn into the Wolfden podcast or whatever channel. There's not gonna be any gameplay on there anymore. It's just gonna be all podcast stuff. So that's where the podcast is gonna live in the couple weeks from now when we actually start it back up okay that's number one on the docket there's three things on the docket and we're kind of giving you all the information in reverse order yeah <laughs> number two is i'm taking a week off f all y'all i'm not doing anything for a week uh i'm not gonna stream i'm not gonna upload a video next week there might be a video but it's not gonna be the normal video um i don't know how long it's gonna be around a week. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, I'm gonna re. We're taking this time to reevaluate the uh, the schedule because my schedule is abysmal, as some of you may know. Woke up at like three o'clock in the afternoon today, so I need to change everything so that I'll be able to get the videos out and work on them in the best way possible. And that's why the chat, the thing, that's part of why the podcast is going on a hiatus, so we can find a good time slot for it. The third reason, and the reason why all of this is happening, will take it away. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, blame it all on me. Um, <laughs> so just to get right down to it, I am going to be taking a significantly reduced uh, role in this channel moving forward. Uh, I am no longer going to be uploading my usual uh, Wednesday videos uh, at all. 
Um, I will still be a part of the Wolf Den podcast. I will still be. You will still see me on this channel, but it's not going to be in the same capacity as it's been for the last seven or eight years. Um, this has been a very not to get too into it, but this has been a a very difficult year with uh, quarantine and a new child and a lot of other uh, personal things going on, and I just feel it is best for myself for my family and even for this channel if i were to take a step back and basically just limit myself to the podcast for now and then help out bob in any way that i can behind the scenes for the most part so wednesday videos are done um sorry i didn't make a bigger stink about it but i didn't want to <laughs> cause panic i just wanted to slowly fade away into the darkness uh like my favorite superhero batman uh uh so that is that is where i am at that is where we are at and that is really the impetus for all of the changes happening to the wolf den channel yeah so we didn't want to like i mean this is the big stink we're making the big stick now this is the stink <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we decided we didn't want to have him talk about it in his video today because imagine you're just scrolling through YouTube and you just want to watch a video on the DC fandom stuff. And now you have this guy talking about never making videos again for friggin' five minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the only video you will see on YouTube.com slash Wolfden now is my normally Tuesday upload. The one, you know most people subscribe for um and the comics video will be no longer on this channel and uh, uh wolf den live will no longer be on this channel uh this is not uh i consider this a little bit of a failure to be honest <laughs> this is not what we wanted for the channel at all um i really wanted this channel to i wanted youtube to change a little bit YouTube doesn't like, they don't like having multiple different shows on a channel, like Game Theory, or Game Theory did. They don't really do that anymore. Um, and we were really hoping that YouTube would eventually change and allow for something for a channel like this. Um, and it really never did. So, uh, and we knew there were a couple of ways we could have gotten Will's videos to get the, the monetization that it needed. Um, they could have just been, he could have worked on them like as much as I work on my videos, but he's got a full-time job and a child and that's just never going to happen. So the reason why my videos took off the way they did was because I was out of work for a whole year when, <laughs> when they started to take off. So I had nothing else better to do. Um, so I was really hoping the goal for the channel was always to have two major categories, video games and comic books and to corner the market on both of those categories so that we could be twice as successful and uh the state of youtube right now didn't allow that to happen so uh that's it you're only getting me now and uh, this is what you deserve <laughs> <laughs> but if you want more podcasts will still gonna be on the podcast it's gonna be on that's Twitch. right you can't get rid of me that easily mother effers um <laughs> and this is not to say that i'm done with youtube completely um i may come back it won't be um 
wolf den it'll probably be some uh other thing of my creation of uh, as always you can you know follow me on twitter at will wolf damn it i will continue to post on there uh for all the updates and stuff and i'll be sure to keep you know you podcast listeners up to date when you know when we launch the new podcast later this year um but just for now uh i need to take a step back, a significant break from YouTube, much longer than the one week Bob is going to take. <laughs> um, but you know, this this is not goodbye. This is see you around. <laughs> That's what it is. So, if you want to be uh, up to date with the podcast, well, obviously follow Will on Twitter so that you'll know everything uh, yeah. and what he's up to. Also, click the link in the description. Follow Wolf, uh, subscribe to Wolf Den VODs because that's going to turn into the podcast channel. There won't be any gameplay. All, all of these videos will be here and all of Will's videos will be on the channel forever. All of these podcasts will be on the channel. Yeah. Um, we're not like content bombing our channels. I think that that's incredibly disingenuous of our history. <laughs> um, but if you want to keep up with the podcast and you want and you only want to be on YouTube, uh, subscribe to Wolf Den VODs because that's where the podcast will be in the future when it starts back up again. Um, what else did I want to say? Uh, also, Will... Uh, so, Will's going to be on the podcast, but uh, I'm also going to try to have more guests on, so he's going to be on like 50 to 75% of the podcasts. And he's going to be working on the podcast, so he's still going to edit yeah. it and stuff. Um, so he's still going to... He's always going to have a role in the podcast. He might not be on every podcast, um but uh he will have he will still be a significant figure here at the wolf den just on this main channel uh you're only getting my regular videos because that's all youtube cares about again this is not exactly what i wanted for the future of the channel but uh it's what youtube kind of is forcing <laughs> will, will told me that he was gonna uh he was thinking about not uploading his wednesday videos anymore and it made a lot of sense uh, because, I mean, they take a lot of time and they don't have a lot of return. Um, but also, uh, I don't know. I don't even think I ever told Will this, but uh, we oh. lose we lose subscribers every time you upload a comic book <laughs> video. Um, that does not surprise me, to be honest. But but we also lose subscribers every single time we do a live live stream or we upload one of these podcasts uh yeah you can see in our analytics it'll tell you every how many like it'll tell you how many subscribers you gain per video and uh when you look at specifically the podcast uh the last couple have been negative 25 which is negative a lot because a video should be a positive it should be a net positive um it's because most people subscribe to this channel to see an actual video and then they get a, a live stream notification and then they click on it an hour late and then they, they're like, I don't want to see this. And then they click out. Well, um, not only that, most people subscribe because they expect to see specifically videos about the Switch. Yeah, or whatever they subscribed for. Yeah, and anything that is different from that in any way, uh, they view it as a, as a bad thing and they step back. Yeah, and... Uh, yeah, that's true for all videos that are not what they signed up for. Right. Uh, so that's why we might lose subscribers for content that they don't particularly, they're not particularly interested in. Um, 
but specifically for live streams, they'll get that live stream notification. And let's say they don't have notifications turned on. YouTube might force a live stream notification. Then they'll say, how do I turn this off? And the easiest way to turn that off is to unsubscribe. <laughs> so I don't <laughs> fault anybody for doing anything like that. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, uh, for the channel's health, it would be best if only my video was there. So since Will is already, I mean, again, none of that matters to me. I was perfectly content taking the hit because I love having Will here and I love doing the podcast. But since Will decided to leave, I decided it'd be best to clean the channel completely because this is a good opportunity to A, reevaluate my schedule and B, have a nice clean channel that'll work best to the YouTube algorithm. And I hope I explain that in the best way possible. And I'm sorry for anybody who thinks that me and Will got into a huge fight and uh, I yeah. fired him. <laughs> uh, no, the truth of the matter is I just really didn't want to talk about the Snyder Cut mm, next year. Mm, so right. I figure get out now before y'all bombard me <laughs> with talks about how genius it is while I'm sitting here still trying to get over the aspect ratio of it. Yeah, I was looking at your tweets about that. Can we, can I pull that up? So, uh, who, who, um, brought it up? S IGN. Someone brought it up. Well, no, someone replied to me and basically said he filmed that in IMAX format because the intention was to show it. Yeah, that's what um, I heard. In IMAX theaters. And that would take up the entire IMAX screen. So my issue with that is. No, not everybody is going to see this movie in IMAX. The majority of people are going to see it on a traditional widescreen screen. Um, so that means it. That means he should compensate for that and try to keep the most information possible in the middle. Um, but it doesn't look like he's doing that for a lot of <laughs> these shots. Like there's that one shot of Aquaman where if he were to do that, you would just get like from his eyes to here. Yeah, this this one doesn't make any sense. This looks cropped in. You know yeah. what? It might have been cropped in for the trailer, but not the movie. Maybe. I mean, which, which is also weird because you're filming this thing in IMAX, but you know most people are not going to be seeing it in IMAX. That's that's what I'm saying. Because if you look back at like other movies that do this, like you know, The Dark Knight or Mission Impossible Fallout, they filmed a lot of sections in IMAX, but they framed those IMAX sections so that you can always see stuff in the middle. Yeah, but. This doesn't look like it's doing that. And what's even weirder, and I have the tweets, IGN's tweet showing all the different aspect ratios shows that the aspect ratio they're using is a widescreen aspect ratio. So it should fit in a traditional, you know, 16 by 9 widescreen. And not only that, as I show in my other tweets from Russia with Love and, a, and like a lot of the early James Bond films are shot in this format and they're proper widescreen. Right. Yeah, from Russia with Love looks way wider. Yeah. You know, this doesn't make any... I, I think that the trailer is just cut really bizarre. And and I, th I think that the movie's going to look a lot worse. <laughs> but anyway, uh, back to... <laughs> back to us never doing a podcast ever again. No, yeah. we're, we're doing it. Um, I want to read some super chats because we have a million because we you guys yeah, love uh, us so much i should i should quit more often this is a great way to yeah i was our profits you know what i used to be in a band and then we did like a big farewell show and then yeah. there was like a million people at the farewell show and 
everyone was and, and like I, I i think the first thing i said was where were all you when we were a band <laughs> um so if you're here and you're wondering why the podcast is ending where were you yeah all right anyway uh, uh we got like three super chats before we even started yeah like way before we started uh bruce patrick with ten dollars if this is the case and you guys are done with wolf den live i just want you to know that y'all with this channel have lifted hold on i'm looking at this on uh youtube and it's all formatted weird have lifted me during some dark times i'll support any decision y'all make but i'll miss it thank you bruce patrick for your continued you. support you've been here for a long time you yeah. guys are the best and then both of our emotes uh rob boyk we have a lot more emotes on twitch by the way <laughs> yeah uh rob boyk with five uh that looks like euros to me show support for hashtag team will yes use use Thank the will emotes yeah uh seven all right now now you might be able to start seeing yeah these yeah, are on stream we can use stream now yeah uh okay seven with 70 czar if if the only gaming, entertainment, and nerd culture live podcast is ending, that will what will I listen to now? Why are you making me live the rest of my life in silence? Subscribe to directly to you on YouTube. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's the Fanatics Four Live Podcast. Uh, just a hair with two dollars. Oh, so it's like the Snyder Cut of podcasts. <laughs> I don't get that. I don't get that at all. Uh, yeah, I think you used that reference wrong. <laughs> Uh, Brian Hamilton with $5. You two are one of my favorite shows. I'll miss you all so much. Thank you for giving me something to look forward to on Wednesday nights. Thank you for being here for this yes, whole time. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you, everyone, for your support throughout all these years. I'm just going to blanket statement right now so I don't have to say it after every uh, every super chat. Uh, yeah. And we're going to plow through these and we're going to talk about actual news yeah. <laughs> eventually. But uh, mm -hmm. bear with us while we... I also want to answer any questions anybody has. because uh, Yeah. I'm sure you guys have questions about the restructuring of the channel and stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, I completely screwed everything up. Right uh, now. I think I'm on a dot. Oh no! Yeah, you go. You, you we're up to uh, seven second thirty-five czar of super chat. Thought the sign-off in the Batman video was a little weird. All the best, Will. We'll miss you, but glad you'll still be around. Kind of. Uh, yeah, I was wondering how many people would catch my weird little sign off i wanted to leave my hat on the, my seat but oh, it wouldn't God. be in frame <laughs> it, it wouldn't be in frame so i was a little disappointed by that <laughs> god uh dario the idiot thank you for the twitch prime sub thank you mark s witkin thank you for the ten dollars thanks for being you boys we'll be around when you are thank you thank you uh robin battles with five dollars i thought it was weird that will shaved his beard <laughs> No, there's a different reason for that. Yeah, no, that I that was actually my anniversary. <laughs> it was my wedding anniversary, and I promised my wife if we went out, I would shave, and that's why it just nicely coincided with um, <laughs> stepping back. My, I still haven't gotten. I a thought you were going no, back that's... to work. That's why you did that. No, I, uh, I said I if I go back to work, if I have to go to an event, like you know, because our cousin was supposed to get married this year. Um, and that got moved around a bunch, but I guess going to a fancy restaurant with your wife for your three-year wedding anniversary without the screaming infant, that's a big event. So, <laughs> uh, where are we? Oh, uh, Dan Demir with $2. Thanks for the fun ride boys. 
no problem. Don't get off the ride yet. Yeah. <laughs> the ride's just taking a pit stop. Yeah. Professor TX, $5. I'm with you. Thanks for always keeping it chill, boys. Thank you. Oh, you read some of these. I can't keep reading right. these. Uh, <laughs> I'm having a hard time getting through these. <laughs> a little reckless with $2. End of an era. Doesn't feel real. Sad face. Uh, Gooby with $5. Bob is like herpes. You can never get rid of him. JK, oh love you guys. Take all the time you need off. <laughs> I was like, is my eczema acting up? What the, what the <laughs> hell, dude? Uh, Angie with $25. You guys are my absolute faves, and I'm going to miss you and your content a lot, Will. Uh, totally understandable decision, and it's a well-deserved break for you both. Thanks for all the fun and informative videos so far. Can't wait to see what comes next. Uh, you were probably the first person who actually thinks we're informative. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jumanji with three loonies. Uh, thanks for the ride, boys. It was an honor. Honor was all ours. Uh, Brachik donated five pounds. Good luck in the future, Will. Looking forward to the move to Twitch. Wolf Den is one of the most earnest, honest channels on YouTube. Long may it continue. X um advent wolf with five dollars gonna miss your comics videos and you will but i'll definitely keep up with the podcast to listen to you talk about comic news and look at bob's beautiful face uh here's to both of you i'm still gonna tweet you when i need comic info or advice uh, yeah i, I yeah. encourage everyone to do that yeah uh also i want to address retro tam gaming uh, retro tab games in the chat who says twitch sucks and i agree <laughs> i don't want to uh move everything to twitch but uh it's just what's best for the channel you know yeah uh i i don't i don't want people to think that it's like a that the move is like uh like like an f you to youtube because i love youtube more than any other platform it's just even despite its flaws but uh i hate twitch more than any other platform <laughs> but it's just the best place for the podcast so uh, it, is, it is what it is. All right. Um, stop sending us money because I got to read through all of these. Yeah. Uh, Trip Gould with 20 bucks. Longtime viewer, first time fan. Just a good old dad joke to send. Uh, and I lost it. Thanks, guys. Just a good old dad joke to send Will off. Cheers, Wolf Bros. Thank you. Uh, Super Like Potatoes donated $10. You really shouldn't consider any of this a failure. Will, look at how many people you've gotten into comics. It's incredible. You've done so much for so many. Wolf Den Live has been a part of each of my weeks. For more than a year, thank you so much. Um, it's funny because right before I posted my video for today, I got a tweet from... Uh, oh, I saw this. Yes. Uh, I want to I wanna say... I want to like, give him a I shout out. I want to note that Will does not consider this a failure. I personally consider it a failure that we couldn't make his video successful. No, I... Look, I did... All that I, I did the best I could. I did yeah. all that I could for like seven or eight years. Um, and I just feel like in addition to everything else, I, I've hit a, a ceiling as to what I can do, not just with my videos, but for the channel as a whole. And I and now is like the perfect time to, you know, take a step back from all of that. It was Kurt yeah. Coffee on Twitter told me that because of me, uh, he's not he's read Batman, the man who laughs in the court of owls. And I've gotten a lot of people saying that, like, you know, I've introduced them to, like, um, a lot of Superman stories they would have never read or Christopher Priest Black Panther run. And that's that's powerful stuff, man. You can't you can't make that up. Yeah. Uh, all right. Stop 
giving us money. I got, we got a lot more of this crap. <laughs> yeah, we got um, all the podcasts to do now. Yeah. Also, like, no, and that, and so another thing I wanted to say was, yeah, I value cultivating a community more than I value the subscriber number. So the fact that we lose subscribers when we do podcasts or when Will uploads a video didn't really matter to me because as long as you guys like being here and we can have like a dedicated audience that actually wants to talk to us, that's way more powerful than the number of subscribers or the number yeah. of views. Um, so yeah, so it was worth get it was worth taking the hit, but in terms of uh monetary value and actually getting a return on the amount of work we put into it that's where i'm like i wish we could have i wish i personally could have done more to like make it work yeah anyway uh jordan ran with five dollars first time donating well worth all con all the content that you both provide to all who have loved and appreciated not only youtube but the entire wolf pack uh fred with 25 dollars it's been a good run boys proud of you uh, Hector Espinoza with Fred. Um, Fred is the one you, who Fred. pulls all of the uh, tweets for us and stuff, and he's been around yeah. since like the very beginning. Yeah. Uh, Hector Espinoza with um, fifty Mexican dollars. Uh, hey, Wolf Bros, thank you for the ride, especially Will. Your videos got me way more into comic, the comics world. Best of luck, uh, Bryce Granger with twenty bucks. Very sad about this because I love Will's videos and this podcast, but I am excited for the new content and for both of you. Hopefully uh do better for your lives so so, uh, so i i wanted i want will to start a batman channel <laughs> and just do and and, and just do bat. i think that would do well and then he doesn't even have to have a schedule he can just upload whatever true. stuff happens and i'm not against that uh at all um but i've told bob that i don't want to give too much away because i might do this but i have ideas for you know stuff to do in the future uh i just I, you know, I, I want to take time off and if I do decide to do it, I want to figure out how I want to pull it off. Right. Um, so again, follow me on Twitter, subscribe to the podcast and I'll keep you posted. Yes. Uh, where was I? Lemon ice cream with $10. Going to miss these. Also wondering what you'd recommend to use Bluetooth headphones with a dock switch. <laughs> That's uh, you, Bob. Wait, wait, I don't even see that. Oh, uh, it's uh, uh, with the docked switch, you can use any Bluetooth adapter, I think, because it's just USB. Yeah. You can just put USB on the side. Yeah. Um, I don't mess around with Bluetooth, so I'm the wrong person to ask. Yeah. Uh, should we put a cap on this and then just get into news? I yeah, guess. Let's, we'll stop with uh, Macon, who's the last one who donated. Okay. So we'll stop there, uh, and then we'll we'll we're gonna read more super chats between yeah. each story, but we want to get through the freaking stories. <laughs> Uh, Carlos Murillo donated five dollars. Uh, Dark Type donated ten and said, "Been here a while. Thanks for the memories, the laughs, the arguments. Much love to both of you, and hope Will gets to where he wants to be." Bob, I'll continue to support y'all for as long as I can. Thanks, uh, man. Mecha, Mecha Dragon donated two dollars. Gonna miss you, bros. Uh, Mike Bedwell donated five dollars. This show was the main reason for my subscriptions here. Sad to see it go. I'm very uh, sorry. Oh, well, now you have a whole, now you have a dedicated YouTube channel to get all the podcasts. That's true. That is true. Uh, Cesar Demetrio with uh, sixty uh, Mexican dollars. Will darling, Shanty, you stay. Shante, you stay. Uh, oh, heart man. emoji. That's that's a that's a RuPaul's Drag Race uh, reference. Oh, for all my all my queens out there. Uh, John Donuts with um, twenty pounds. Thank you all for the great times. 
uh, when I was in the hospital, your vids helped helped a lot. Will uh, all the best and stay blessed. Thank you. Um, I hope you're good. <laughs> yeah, it's all it's not that it's weird, but like when people tell me that like we they listen to us in the hospital or like we help them through like you know bad times and stuff, it's very surreal. Yeah, like. I'm a, I'm some schmuck from Long Island who gets mad at cartoons <laughs> as people are telling me these like very serious things. It takes a minute, but it's it's I like, appreciate it. And I hope that we did everything we could for you. Mm-hmm. Um, Kate M. Cat donated two dollars. Uh, look, we love you. Will be the best uh, dad wolf ever. Um, our dad is going to have something to say about that. Thank <laughs> you. Uh, Zach Martell donated. Um, a dollar and 14 cents in Canadian money. Um, Adam Canis uh, with $10 been playing with this podcast ever, every time I drive for a year now. Thanks for everything so far. And best of luck to you both going forward. Will the new podcast still be on Spotify? Yes. Yes. The, the reason uh, we're considering a different feed is because we might try anchor, but yeah. the only, the only thing that might be weird is the SoundCloud. If anybody yeah. watches it on that, but uh, I don't, it, it you'll be it'll be on all podcast services. Yes, uh, we just need to figure out how and what's going to happen there. Yeah. The feed, I don't understand how the podcast feed works. That that's why this is why Wolfden Live is ending and it's starting anew in a few weeks or a month because yeah. there's a lot to figure out. Uh, who did we say was the last one? Macon. All right, so I got. Two more. Macon donated uh, seven loonies, and right before Macon was Aaron Munchausen with five bucks. I originally came for Bab, but grew to like Will and his comics fandom, like I used to have Happy Trails. That you know that Thank was you. the goal for the whole channel, <laughs> but unfortunately, yeah, YouTube lure you in with one and get you excited about the other. Um, but unfortunately, YouTube was YouTube like, nah, you can't way. do that. All right, so. All right. Not many questions, but I mean, no. But um, I, I, you, know, you know what? I, hopefully, we're very informative. Yes. Uh, again, if anybody comes into the chat and is like, "Why is this the last Wolf Den live?" Tell them to just scroll back to the beginning. Uh, it's probably like about eight minutes into the episode because of the intro and whatever. Uh dad in the chat says when i was in the hospital i didn't watch the wolf den i watched for the bedpan <laughs> thanks dad thanks that's, dad that's the best wolf dad yeah there you go <laughs> self-proclaimed <laughs> and oh we were teaching him how to start a youtube channel so look out guys yeah Will's uh, being replaced with our dad <laughs> yeah be on the lookout Oh, I got to read this. I know he said no more, but I got to read $50 from David Jew. Damn. Who has done a lot for this channel. Uh, Love you guys always. Will, ha, ha, ha. Laughter turns to bitter sobbing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Uh, I I wanted to tell all of our mods, but uh, I felt like there was no... This was probably the best way to tell everybody. There's really no reason for everybody to, to know before now anyway. Um... I, the only person I really told that needed to know was Eric because <laughs> he wouldn't have any clips to clip for like, you know, a few weeks. Yeah. Anyway, 
it's news time. I'll read the other super chats next when we freaking uh, yeah, between stories and stuff. Anyway, news. Hey, did you know there was a Nintendo Direct this week? <laughs> Today, in fact. Yeah. Uh, I, I woke up late in the afternoon and I was just I was just on Nintendo's Twitter. I was on Twitter. <laughs> And uh-huh. I saw a random Nintendo tweet that was something about like uh like the Switch Online NES stuff. And for whatever reason, I just decided, what's up with Nintendo today? And I clicked on Nintendo's Twitter and I saw the pin tweet was Partner Showcase August. And I was like, what? And then I watched it and it was a brand new Partner Showcase that was uh, put up today. Yeah, I, did, I saw like Wario 64 started tweeting out the the games and i'm like why is he tweeting out a bunch of games and i scroll up and it's like nintendo direct just happened yeah i had no idea that i mean this shadow dropped but yeah the worst part was nobody was talking about it yeah because it wasn't a big deal look at the yeah. header image on nintendo life it's freaking goku <laughs> and <sighs> not because he's in smash brothers we should clarify <laughs> correct uh it looks as though nintendo is doing partner showcases in lieu of a Nintendo Direct. There were all these rumors that we were getting a Nintendo Direct today or this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and here we are. <laughs> so all these people who were like uh, certain that we were getting a Nintendo Direct today because of whatever leaks were happening. Um, they were probably right. There was probably supposed to be one this week, but uh, and they Nintendo isn't ready to show their main games, but due to contractual ab- obligations, they decided mm-hmm. we need to at least show our partners' games. So here it is. Uh, here are the games they showed, and none of them are amazing. <laughs> uh, first, you got Just Dance 2021. This is how so, this is going to go. Well, I just want to say for the record... Um, while I was watching it, I actually took notes as what oh. games were not. There weren't really notes. I just lit, uh, made a list of the game um, and the release date, and if there was a pre-order available or not. Um, and I did that in you know the order that Nintendo showcased it. Just Dance was not the first game that they Correct. showcased, yeah. um, but Nintendo Life apparently thinks that this is the biggest game announcement of the entire <laughs> um, direct. Uh, and I think that in and of itself is kind of troubling when Just Dance 2021 <laughs> was the big announcement of your Nintendo Direct. It, it's, it, it sucks because we all know it's coming out. Yeah. We don't need it to be announced. We all know that, there, that it's Just Dance. It's going to be called Just Dance 2021. Yeah. Also, perhaps the biggest news of this whole Direct is Just Dance 2021 because it's not coming out on the Wii. Oh. So I heard in a tweet from N- yeah. MVG, I think. Um, uh, the game launches on September 12th, uh, on, on Switch, the 12th of November, and will also be available on PlayStation, Xbox, and Stadia. At present, there is no mention of release on Wii or Wii U, despite Just Dance 2020 appearing on the former last year. Did it not appear on Wii U? I don't think it did. Wow. All right. So if you have a Wii strictly for Just Dance, 
I'm so sorry. Time That's to it. It's dead. World of Tanks Blitz, which you know. So wait, did they, did they do this? Did they do this in the order of importance that they think? I guess because hold on, let me just pull up my list. Because yeah, Just Dance was like the second to last before the the montage, and World of Tanks was like right in the middle. World of Tanks is surprisingly popular. Mm-hmm. So uh, fine. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what Blitz is. Well, I'll just read it. And this, yeah. no, I'm not. Who cares about World of Tanks? <laughs> Free to play online multiplayer game. Cool, dude. Is it a, with has tanks? It, has it been out for a while, or is this stri is this strictly for Switch? That's this what is strictly I for know. Switch. It says World of Tanks Blitz is now available for Switch. So World of Tanks Blitz isn't on anything else. That's what I want. Uh, hold on, let me. I'll look. I don't even think it has a wiki article. Oh, it's on Google Play Store. World of Tanks Blitz MMO. Uh. World of Tanks Blitz is a cross-platform, free-to-play, team-based MMO action game uh, dedicated to fierce tank combat. It's on available Steam on also. iOS, macOS, Android, Windows 10, Steam, and Switch. Okay. So it's not a console game. Sounds Switch like is a, its first console. Sounds like a mobile game that uh, is now on Switch. <laughs> That's what it's it a mobile like game that lucked its way to the big time. Yeah. So, cool. Yeah happy for you this is what i thought was the biggest news kingdom hearts this, melody of memory this opened right the, the direct uh i was shocked by this because it's a new kingdom hearts game mm -hmm. uh it is not a traditional kingdom hearts game no uh and i'm more shocked that i didn't hear about this <laughs> until i watched the direct five hours after it was uploaded mm -hmm. anyway in this musical experience from Square Enix set in the world of Kingdom Hearts, players will match the rhythm with good timing and cast powerful magic spells to attack enemies. A variety of modes are available in the game, including Memory Drive, which involves matching past scenes from memory, and Boss Battle, in which players square off against fearsome bosses with special attacks. Clearing stages rewards players with cinematics and musical scores so they can relive mem memorable scenes from their journey. Oh, no. In addition to local and online multiplayer battles, a new mode exclusive to the Nintendo Switch version of the game. Is this not a new game? Uh, called Free For All features local multiplayer action for up to eight players. Pl plus, players can also experience a chapter of Kingdom Hearts from popular character Ka Kyrie. Kyrie's perspective. Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory launches for Nintendo Switch later this year. Um, so it's coming out on Xbox One, PS4, and Switch on November 13th worldwide. Um, so it's not out yet, but it's coming to all the major consoles. Was this announced already? I don't know. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts. Uh, how do I put this? This is the first I've heard of it. It looks to me like Kingdom Hearts is back on its bullshit. <laughs> Um, like, how else are you going to describe it? I don't like, like, there are just, there's just so many, like, weird-ass spin-offs and side games and stuff like that, and now that they're doing it again, it's, it's a rhythm game that recounts all the side stories, and, uh, I, I don't, it's like, you you wonder why people can't get into this series. Yeah, so when they put memory in the title, it sounds like they just freaking put uh 
it's just a recap of a, a bunch of stuff that happened in the other Kingdom Hearts games. Yeah. So uh, this this seems stupid. So, but is did this happen? Did this happen? Did, hold on. It did not come out yet. No, but we. I guess we knew about it already, though. I thought. I guess. I thought this was uh, a big deal when they when they talked about it today. I'm oh just... wait, wait! I could just read uh, Nintendo Life's article here. Uh, oh yeah, experience. This is a tweet from Nintendo. Experience the music of Kingdom Hearts like never before in Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory, alongside the fast-paced rhythm action gameplay of the Switch exclusive. The S Nintendo Switch exclusive free-for-all mode oh, will allow you to compete with up to eight players. Uh, we have a release date for Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory. The rhythm action game will launch on Nintendo Switch. Uh, blah blah blah. The game. Okay. All right, so I guess it's not a big deal. I guess it's not as big of a deal as I thought it was. Yeah. Anyway, Poyo Poyo Tetris Two. Yay! <laughs> uh, the I mean, this looks fun. Wasn't Poyo Poyo Tetris a launch title? Or was uh, it? On the I don't know if it was a launch title, but it was at the Nintendo Switch preview event. Yeah. So it was one of the first games. Two legendary puzzle games reunite. Uh, for the ultimate puzzle match in Poyo Poyo Tetris 2, this vibrant new entry includes all of the modes from the original game, including the popular versus mode, which lets players play Poyo Poyo against Tetris. Yes. <laughs> okay. And the playful party mode with special items and challenges. The new skill battle mode introduces character-based skills and item cards that can be equipped to power up the team and quickly turn the tables on opponents. In adventure mode, players will traverse space and dimensions. Okay, I'm done. We're done. <laughs> uh, look at that. You can do Poyo Poyo versus Tetris. Wow, I was so confused by that because I was like, isn't that the game? <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. whatever. It's whatever. <laughs> I mean, look, it, it's Poyo Poyo is fun. Tetris is fun. The two of them together sounds like a, a jolly old time. But we already have that. Yes. So this is just the game modes and yeah. repackaged it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Taiko no Tatsujin. Rhythm Adventure Pack. Now, I have the regular old game on the Switch, but this... Is a rhythm-based RPG. Well, it's not just one rhythm-based RPG. It's two of them. They have more than one? Uh, two games from the Taiko no, no Tatsujin series make their way to Nintendo Switch in one collection. Join Don Chan in two great RPG adventures by time traveling into the future or by saving the world from strange incidents. Uh, face off against enemies in rhythmic battles by changing combo... By chaining combos with powerful Taiko drums, recruit monsters to become allies, check each monster's personality, and create a formidable party to take down fearsome foes. And if players enjoy uh, enjoy playing along with the music, uh, a rhythm mode is also available. More than 130 songs are included in this collection, including new songs like... Nope. Taiko no <laughs> Tatsujin Rhythmic Adventure Pack launches for Nintendo Switch in winter 2020. So it's a pack containing... Rhythmic Adventure 1 and Rhythmic Adventure 2. I didn't know there were two games. Yeah. So I had... Oh, my God. It looks so cute. I've never... I, I have Taiko no Tatsujin. Uh, the, I have the regular game, which is just... You use the Joy-Con to beat the drums. Uh, mm -hmm. I've never touched it. I've always wanted to play it. 
never played it. That's a game where I'll play like once and then never play again because I just want to see how it how it works. This I'm kind of interested. I'm a little interested in how it works in an RPG setting. Uh, might be a little too much RPG stuff. I just kind of want to yeah. see how the how the combat works with with uh with drums. It, it's on screen right now. It's playing right now. Uh, it sounded like there was no music, but there's got to be music. Anyway. I think that's interesting. I don't need both games, though. I kind of just want to dabble on one and see how it is. If they well, released a know, demo, that'd be great. Well, I mean, if you like it, if you like the first game, then you can just go on and keep the adventure going. I'm never going to beat a game like this, <laughs> and you know that. True. Winter 2020. I hope there's a demo. That'd be sick. Yeah. I'd be super down for that. Um. Anyway, that's like the most interesting game to me in this whole partner coach showcase. Oh, you weren't interested in Big Rumble Boxing Creed Champions? No, are you? No. Rise through the ranks in this knockout <laughs> boxing game starring some of the most famous fictional boxers of all time, like Rocky Balboa, Adonis Creed? Adonis. And, and Victor Drago. Those are from that movie yes experience i've never seen it experience a true <laughs> underdog journey through story-driven interactions and fierce battles with intuitive controls and hard-hitting fighting techniques plus players can hone their boxing skills in classic rocky training montages all right i'm done yeah i don't need to keep going. It's, it's a rocky video game jump force there you go we played some demo of this and it was very bad yeah uh <laughs> And I heard not good things about the final release, but this is the deluxe yeah. edition. I believe yeah. this was never on Switch, right? No. So now it's coming to Switch with the deluxe edition. Yeah. Uh, I just want to see the Metacritic. Oh, Steam, it's got a 6 out of 10. GameStop oh, gave boy. it a 4 out of 5? What? Uh, Metacritic. Uh, For PS4, 56. Jeez. Damn. User score, 4.3. Damn. Unite to fight a dangerous threat and save humankind in Jump Force. Deluxe Edition. Choose from a roster of more than 50 powerful, blah, blah, blah. Uh, local tag team mode exclusive to Nintendo Switch. <sighs> Makes his way to Switch November. Uh, uh, sorry, August 28th. I just want to make sure that it's now coming to Switch before we put words in your uh, mouth. Yeah, no, because I... Uh, it says Jump Force regular came out on PS4, Xbox One, and Windows. Yeah, I'm on Wiki. It's coming out August 28th, baby. And the yeah. day before in Japan. Yeah. Uh, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remastered is a game that's been coming out for 14 years. Uh, well, it came out 14 years ago. Um, <laughs> no, it came out back in the GameCube era, and now it's finally getting a remaster and being released on Switch. That, that was a I very, very poorly worded joke. <laughs> this <laughs> The remastered version has been in the works for a really, really long time for yeah. the Switch. Is it out on PlayStation 4? I have no idea. I'm looking that up. A grand adventure awaits in this remastered version of classic co-op action RPG. This new version of Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles features new high-level dungeons and weapons, updated graphics, and much more. Team up online with friends far and near or with other players in a party matchmaking system to battle foes and discover new adventures. Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remastered Edition arrives on Nintendo Switch August 27th. 
Uh, it is also coming to PS4, iOS, and Android on August 27th. August 27th is a great weeb day. Yes. You get Jump Force also. Collection of Saga, Final Fantasy Legend. This is the Game Boy game. Yes. Uh, for those of you who don't know, the Final Fantasy Legends games that came out on the Game Boy uh, 1, 2, and 3 were actually uh, part of the Saga series of games. And now they're getting a, uh, a collection, if you will. I'm so happy that there is a popular Game Boy game coming to the Switch. Yeah. I think that's really cool. I'm very unhappy with this layout they got going on. This is the ugliest thing I have ever seen. This is you worse know, than the arcade archive stuff. Uh, props to them for trying to do like a handheld system screen in the in the layout of it. Um, that said, uh, as soon as you get this, go into options and just remove Turn that border, off, dude. Turn all that crap off. Um, yeah, dog, a dog or I did a better job. Yeah, dog or I did a better uh, job. It's uh, not to read the whole thing because why bother? They said it's you know, it's the games you remember pretty much, but they added some quality of life features like you can uh fast forward through the game because they are very slow games. Um, you can detach the Joy Cons and hold them vertically to replicate the original beloved Game Boy system so you can like orientate your switch oh that's cool that way yeah um yeah so if you're into these games this sounds like a good collection for you uh i I, it looks like you can touch the screen which why would you ever do that i know this might be a mobile port i would not be surprised it looks like the r button is changes the screen size so you can probably just full screen and have the rest of it be black um game speed is the left bumper so yeah uh that's cool that you can fast forward having fast forward in rpgs like pokemon is amazing it's an amazing feature yeah. to have uh so props to them for having to features like that uh boo to the ui designer yeah uh captain subasa rise of champions weeb Some- soccer <laughs> somebody showed me this so i've seen this before mm-hmm. uh what a weird wacky looking game Defy yep. the rules of soccer and Captain Subasa rise into champions, execute powerful. I'm just, can I just, is the trailer here? The trailer it's is weird. Soccer. What, what, it's weeb soccer. It's weeb soccer. Yeah. But, but it's, but the, the freaking stadium looks real and the people look anime. <laughs> it's weird. And the whole trailer was in like 12 frames a second. Yeah. Which it's unclear if. It's just running like trash, or if that was a stylistic choice to make it look like a cartoon, but it does not look like a cartoon. It just looks like yeah. it's it's lagging. Um, people are excited for this game. Uh, it, 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 they call it an arcade-style soccer game, which is cool. I like that. I like yeah. arcade-style sports stuff. Um, but uh, not my... I mean, it's soccer. Not my thing. Uh, got nothing against weeb games. If this was an RPG, and I have something against it. Uh, Minecraft Dungeons DLC. Yay. This is DLC for Minecraft Dungeons. Hooray. I think this is like a given. If they're coming out with a DLC, then every console is going to get it. Yeah. It's not really a big deal. Fuser. Will knows everything about this game. Sure. Um, from Harmonix, the creators of Rock Band, comes Fuser, a nonstop digital musical festival in which players control the music and the next evolution of music gaming. Players combine elements of songs 
uh, from some of the world's most popular artists to create amazing mixes or partner with friends on epic collaborations. Fuser launches on Nintendo Switch this fall. Uh, the trailer for this also was not great. It was like a woman trying to give a demo. Yeah. Uh, it sounded like they didn't have the license to the music, though. So they played the music for like less than three second clips. Yeah. Uh, and it was, you couldn't get a feel for how the game plays because of yeah. that. It was really weird. I, I, I'm not sold on this idea for this game. It, it's, you basically mix together all of these songs, like samples yeah. of all of these songs. Uh, like I think in the, real time. I think the idea, the idea is good. The problem is people are going to want to share these mixes that they do. Mm-hmm. And if they put them up on YouTube or even like Twitter or Facebook or whatnot, uh, they're going to get copyright yeah. hit like immediately. Yeah. This, um, I think logistically, this isn't going to work the way they want it to. And I was thinking of this because, you know, um, Tony, you know, Tony Hawk's pro skater one and two has been on my mind recently. Cause I'm excited for that game. Um, but that's, that's going to have a massive license soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we live in an age where if people want to share that. They can't because they'll get, they'll get a takedown notice or whatnot. A lot of games have uh, what's called like a streaming soundtrack option where it's generic, you know, in-house music that they made that's, you know, not licensed or anything. So they can just use that no problem. But a game like this, which lives and dies by its licensed soundtrack, uh, really can't afford that. Yeah, uh, it, it it was a really weird. I, I suggest if you're interested at all, watch the trailer. It was really weird. Um, yeah. It was like the second thing they showed. Yeah, uh, but I'm still I I'm still not sold on it. I would like to try it and see how it is, how it even mm-hmm. works. But I can't I can't imagine. I just can't imagine it. And the thing that they showed was the multiplayer. Like I think you just make the mix and then you all vote on the mixes that are the best. Yeah. But that's always weird when you're like working against you're like against each other and you have to vote. That's weird. Oh, that's it. That's the whole article. Yeah. So. This explains why I didn't hear about this until I clicked on Nintendo's Twitter account. (laughs) Because there's really nothing going on. Yeah. Like, I don't really fault Nintendo for this. It sounds like they're really struggling right now. And uh, they have things that they want to... That they're working on that they want to polish and make as best as they can. Uh, They want to make their stuff the best they can make it. And they want to announce it in the best way possible. Uh, But they're probably really far behind in a lot of the stuff they want to do um so these are these seem to me like contractual obligations these these direct minis yeah and they just shadow dropped it because it got so much hate last time there was a lot of uh lead up to it and people got excited and they got all these everybody was trying to guess what it was going to be about even though it said partner showcase so in order to subvert expectations they just dropped it and i think that was probably a really good move for them yeah. It sucks for the partners because it doesn't bring as much attention to them, but uh, maybe, maybe this was for the best. I will say, though, that today is an anniversary for Super Mario Sunshine. Yes. How many years? Uh, 18, I think. Yeah. So, here's here, here conspiracy theory will put your tinfoil hat on, everybody. All right. Birds aren't real. Reagan killed them and replaced them all with spies. Right. 
Um, also, HDR is not a thing. HDR is not a thing. It's it's a conspiracy by the government to get you to get really close to your TV to see if you can notice a difference, and then the TV takes a picture of you. You know how microphones can also be speakers? Yeah. You know how like you can just make it really loud and it could be a speaker? Well, yeah. TVs are also cameras. They just don't work that great, so you have to get really close. So if you were looking to see if you can see the HDR, it snaps a photo of you. Don't trust it. Don't trust birds either. Anyway, <laughs> Tim Fuller Hat Conspiracy. Uh, today, they were contractually obligated to launch a Nintendo Direct. So they launched the Nintendo Direct. Mm-hmm. But the reason they were planning on having a Nintendo Direct today was because it's the 18th anniversary of Super Mario Sunshine. They were going to finally announce Super Mario Sunshine remaster or something coming to the Switch. Uh, I saw somewhere uh, Super Mario Sunshine is now as old as Super Mario Brothers 3 was when Super Mario Sunshine was released. Well, I don't like to think about that. Well, you know, we're blowing people's minds with HDR and birds. I want to just throw one more <laughs> into the... So how old... When did Mario 3 come out? 1990. So it can't be 18 years. Or f- when did it come out in Japan? Oh. I was like, I'm not this old. I'm not 18 plus 18. <laughs> 88 came out in 88 in japan super mario sunshine came out in 2002 yeah it's 18 years yeah how about that whoa oh i don't want to think about it again 35th anniversary of mario is in just a few weeks uh one two two weeks (laughs) two and a half weeks (laughs) And we know nothing. We have no yeah. nothing besides controllers that are not actually made by Nintendo. They're just licensed by Nintendo. So, uh, I don't know. Sunshine came out in July. What? Yeah. Oh, in North America, it came out August 26th. North America is more important than Japan. Obviously. Because I live here. Um, but that was my tinfoil hat conspiracy. Mm-hmm. I'm still hoping that we're getting some of these Mario remasters. I'm really... I mean, it would be really unfortunate if they had to push them back until after the anniversary. Uh, but right now, there's nothing for Nintendo's holiday season. Yeah. But there might be new hardware next year, but we'll get to that after we read some Super Chats. We have a lot going on here. Uh, the last one we read was Macon. Yeah, so we're up to Tobias Bergdorf. Okay, mine's out of order. Okay. Uh, Tobias Bergdorf with $5. Shame this amazing duality of a channel couldn't thrive under the YouTube algorithm. All the best in finding what works for you next, Will. And Bob, thank you. Thanks, Tobias. He has a great YouTube yeah. channel. He talks. He does a lot of good Mario Maker videos. Oh, nice. Uh, Troy McClure. Oh, I remember him from such uh, <laughs> movies as Today We Kill, Tomorrow We Die, and Alice Doesn't Live Anymore. <laughs> uh, just wanted to say that your channel reached o- <laughs> reached over the Atlantic to Germany. Uh, I oh. always stayed up to 2 a.m. to hear you to hear you guys. You're awesome. No, Troy, you're awesome. And thank you for such educational films as 60 Minutes of Car Crash Victims. And here comes the metric system. 
Were, were those all actually? Uh... <laughs> all actual Troy McClure movies. Oh my god! I only had to look up two of them. Um. Now, we will be changing days probably on when the podcast happens, but I can't yeah. promise you that it'll be a better time for you. <laughs> Uh, we got Mango Head Soul with the $10 donation who says, I don't know why I got tears in my eyes. I don't know why either. For you two hairy internet dudes, I guess maybe it's because I see so much of me and my brothers in you guys. Oh God. Since oh. you asked if we have any questions, Bob, I only have one. How are you? How are you two? I hope you're okay. We're great. I'm, I'm great. I can't speak I'm for well. Fine. Yeah. No, I'm fine. Everything's fine. I'm great. Life is great. I enjoy life, even though, uh, the world has been ending all year and the, the our, yeah. our government is uh crumbling before our very yeah. eyes so um, i have a theory mm -hmm. um bill and ted face the music comes out <laughs> very soon okay now in the canon of the of the bill and ted universe the bill and ted universe uh bill and ted write the one song that unites oh. the entire world in peace um and leads to a bright utopian future I, I I hypothesize that when Bill and Ted face the music comes out, the virus will be over. Uh, our elected officials will get their heads out of their asses and get into gear. We will have a much more utopian society, all thanks to Bill and Ted. I believe it will come true. I, and I believe I believe we'll be in a much better place. I, I believe kind of that I will finally be able to get my cope my. Cobra Island, Baroness, and Coil Cycle figure from Target because it's been sold out for weeks and they're not restocking their damn inventory. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I think you're, I think this is a good theory. I, I, I'm I hope they drop to... that, that song on YouTube. Oh, they've got to. Because we got need to just, it. Yeah. We need it to unite the world. They've already, like, it's not just going to theaters. Like, it's, co it's going to be on VOD. So you can, like, you know, rent it at home. And I think if enough people rent it at home, we'll be one step closer to a better tomorrow. David Juice says, be excellent to each other. Uh, AJ <laughs> says, Bob is a liar. Bob says, life is a toilet. Toilets aren't great. Toilets are essential. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I love my toilet time. <laughs> I've been playing Bomberman. <laughs> Pocket <laughs> Bomberman. Um, all right. Fernando Fecchio Neto with 10 ruples. Will, count me in if you want to take up a channel with movies and comic anal analytics and an analysis, I think you meant. I always yeah. liked your videos, always deep and complete. If you find a way, I'll be in. Thank you. You guys will... should bother him a lot to make videos. Yeah. <laughs> Just give uh, him a I few weeks, person, If I forget, uh, I'm not going to do it. So. Yeah, Will, Will needs... Uh, somebody to burn a fire under his ass the whole me yeah. too though the only reason why this channel worked was because uh we didn't want to let each other down <laughs> yeah and, you know and, it helps when we live together we can just you know remind remind each other hey did you do something yet yeah i'll yeah. do it yeah otherwise we would have never made videos we'd be we work on the same video for years yeah um david jew we read that already thank you so yeah. much for the massive donation uh Holden Drake with ten dollars. I hope the I, I love the content and the awesome times. Some of my favorite vids are both of you chatting about tough topics in games and comics. Appreciate you both. Wish you best of luck on future endeavors. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, my favorite topics are the are the weird ones. Yeah. The, the controversial ones. Uh 
but there's not many controversial gaming topics. <laughs> <laughs> or there's not many that are actually controversial. Yeah. There's a lot that people think are controversial that aren't at all. Uh, Boudreaux with $10. Thanks to you both for making excellent videos. Y'all's dedication and passion is admirable, and you got me into following YouTubers. Hope you both get some good rest. Thank you. I'm glad you you, uh, enjoy the community over here on YouTube. Frankie Tabana with $5. Thank you. Jaina O with 5 euros. You guys brought a lot of joy in an otherwise depressing and crappy year. Will, good luck looking smooth. Bob, take a well-deserved break. See ya. Thank you. I'm Thank a little you. nervous to take a break. You know, I've I never know. done that before. Yeah, it's it's always nerve-wracking. Like, th- that's the problem with, like, you know, being a YouTuber is that you, you really can't take a break. No. Um, not that necessarily. You all better be here when I get back. Not necessarily that the, the audience won't allow you, although some some places that that is the case. But the 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 platform and the algorithm won't allow you. If you if you miss your mark, they'll just bury you. Yeah, so like we're pretty fortunate where we can only we only have to do a video a week. Mm-hmm. I know other channels that do similar videos to me that feel obligated to do two or three videos a week. Um, which I might ramp up if things work well, but I don't want to, you know, say anything yet. Um, but like we're fortunate that we can we only have to do one video a week. But uh, <laughs> I'm going to take a week off, and there will be no videos on the channel. There might be one, but it'll be a wacky one, and uh, that means there'll be no uploads. Like we're going from three uploads every week for the past seven years to literally one to zero next week (laughs) so like i'm kind of curious to see what happens uh but i'm confident that all of you will be here still and that the next video back will be a damn banger uh mr a game with five dollars congrats on a wonderful run of wolfden live it's been a great time i've enjoyed all of it thank you mr a game thank you mr a game uh another mario maker channel (laughs) (laughs) um also, I was gonna. I'm. I'm not gonna stream for a week, but they announced a new Ninji speed run today. So I might have to. I might have to just do a random Ninji speed run stream one day this week. Yeah. Uh, Joaquin Barlow with five dollars. Will you a national treasure, Bob? Get, go get some shut eye and eat that horse. What <laughs> is is that a like a saying? Rest in power or rest is power. Wolfden Live, long live cute boys live. <laughs> oh, Wolfden Wolf Live, long live cute boys live? Maybe. Mario. And, and rest rest in power is a saying. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's it's when like, yeah, you can rest in peace, but if you live a, a strong life and a good life, you rest in power. Oh, I like that way more. Right? I don't want to, yeah, when I'm dead, I don't want to, I want to furiously die. I don't want to, like, yeah. quietly. <laughs> I want to go like out with Vikings a Like Vikings rest in power. Yeah, that's what I want. Yeah. Um, Mario Pereira with two ruples. New game. Oh, God, now's not the time, dude. <laughs> <laughs> New game switch PS4 called 112th Seed. Good puzzle. You know, we didn't talk, we know it wasn't, here's a controversial topic. We didn't have uh, in the notes, uh, Burger King 
had some PR company that made an ad campaign around uh, donating like $5 to a bunch of different Twitch streamers. Really? And with a marketing campaign. Basically what Mario's doing. Um, like giving them $5 and being like, go get yourself a nice, uh, you know, uh, chicken fry meal or something. This. And they're like, and then they had the streamers' reactions. And Twitter blew up and was like, that's really exploitative of, of these Twitch streamers who didn't know they were going to be an ad and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. I personally don't see a problem with it because it's people think like, you know, it's an advertisement. You got to pay more for that and whatever. Yeah. I personally don't see a problem with it uh, because like Mario over here, he's not paying for an ad for seed, the puzzle game. Yeah. If he's paying for an ad, I can't say don't play seed. Seed sucks. But since he's not paying for an ad, I can go over here and say seed PS4. And you can't even find it. Didn't we do this the other day? We pulled it up and I was like, that we game doesn't look that have. good. We must have. But yeah, Burger King gave us $5. I can say, maybe go somewhere else. Actually, we like Burger King. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's unhealthy as all hell. Maybe get a yes. taco from somewhere. Yeah. Uh, Rock and Val with 25. I just want to take the time to thank you guys for being you. You guys are awesome and i'm so grateful to have friends and i'm so grateful i found this group i hope everyone is well bob i finished cowboy bebop oh my god how was it i've been meaning to get back on that now that i have time maybe i will i started a new anime uh the great pretender yeah it's on netflix uh it's like a, it takes place in la that's why i started it because i was like oh interesting. this is interesting uh it, go ahead it's just con artists in, in LA. Yeah. It's, it's pretty good. It's it's a little Cowboy Bebop-esque. So, uh, I don't know if you've realized this, but I've been on a G.I. Joe kick recently. <laughs> you've been talking Ever an abnormal amount about G.I. Joe. Well, because here's the thing. Ever since Toy Fair and they announced the new G.I. Joe figures, I got like really excited because I've always like been a fan of G.I. Joe and I've always thought it should be a bigger franchise than it is. And these new figures that are they're coming out with are really cool. And I wanted to to get in on the ground floor on them and i like pre-ordered a bunch i actually got one today this is roadblock he's a badass mother effer um <laughs> but i learned hasbro actually put a bunch of the original episodes on their youtube channel for free and i've been watching that a lot that show barely holds up <laughs> but if you get yourself in the right mindset it's a it's actually a pretty fun time it's a it's a pretty fun like old school 80 saturday morning cartoon time the characters help that show more so than the plot or the animation or anything like that so that's that's my that's what will's watching this week i'm not convinced scorpion with five dollars <laughs> which two u.s presidents selected from any time in american history would make for the most exciting cage fight to watch Who's Andrew Jackson, because he was legitimately insane. He's the one who killed an intruder? Yes. Okay, yes. Uh, and Teddy Roosevelt, because he once took a bullet to the gut while giving a speech and then finished the speech. He, I also just read that he uh, he was on some excursion that was like weeks long, like in yeah. the wilderness, and he got yeah. bit by a snake and was dying from the poison and <laughs> and they were giving him an operation in like in the woods and he's he was delirious and said just leave me to die i i'd rather 
go on without me i want to be alone to die he was like Sounds fighting right. him off from working on him so yes yeah. that is i think that might be uh the perfect cage match yeah uh which you can see in a troy mcclure's the president's <laughs> neck is missing is that a real one that's that's a real, i have the the list of troy mcclure films from the simpsons wiki up and that that was one of them Cor these are all gold Corey pash with five loonies uh now what am I supposed to do with my Wednesday nights? Thanks for the awesome content. Began reading Spider-Man Ultimate. Thanks to Will. Oh, there you go. That is, that is a good series. With your don't Wednesday, let anybody tell you otherwise. I'm, I'll probably end up streaming on Twitch on Wednesday nights. So if I don't do the podcast. So just follow us on Twitch. Uh, Rocker Productions with $2. Is Will starting a podcast with beat-em-ups? Ha, ha, Oh, crikey, ha. yeah, I am. Oh, say so I was just got this really bad Australian accent there. Wow, that's so Australian. Yeah, <laughs> he'll probably be on the podcast because uh, we're going to have more guests on the podcast. Hytham G with $10. I am going to miss you guys doing this every Wednesday. I hope I see you guys on Twitch doing a podcast. Let me know what days you guys are doing the podcast on Twitch and hope you guys respond to the chat on Twitch. We will. Well, it'll be pretty much the same. Uh, uh, just the schedule is going to be different. And it'll be every week. Um, so just freaking... Subscribe to the Twitch. Or, I mean, you'll know. We'll, you'll, you'll know when the podcast starts up again. David Lee with five, Australian. Uh, good day. Oh, you do it. <laughs> good day from Australia. <laughs> I can't do it. Recently, Recently stayed up all night watching all of Will's Batman videos on two times speed. So <laughs> sad he wasn't getting more attention, legend. Thank you. No, you guys have to watch them on point twenty-five speed because yeah. apparently... <laughs> Uh, you, that counts as more watch time. Yeah. Uh, Benjamin Philak with $3. Will, I actually subbed because of you. Good luck, man. Thank you. Sorry to disappoint you. <laughs> You'll have a new channel, probably. Hopefully. Yeah, probably. Hopefully. Kyle Luang with $5. Hey, Bob and Will. Love the channel. Sorry to see Will go. And Bob and you, please shoot in 30 for a 60 frames per second video. Does it really bother you that much? Because I always show people that I shoot in 24 and then upload and then I put it in a 60 frames per second timeline and nobody can see the difference. Really? Yeah, vis there's visually no difference to, to me or anybody that I show it to. Uh, Ozymandias with $10. Thank Wolf Brother. Bob, you made me a collector and Will, you made me read more comics. I still to this day go to sleep listening to either backlog video videos comic book videos or from the wolf den videos those are some throwbacks some deep cuts there eric henley with five dollars i can do a will impression and do wednesday videos <laughs> i would love to see you do that uh justine jaworski with 25 dollars. thank you thank you caloric foil with two dollars you guys were my favorite stream i'll miss you caloric foil might have been the first regular viewer of the wolf den channel period i think you were right <laughs> um again there'll be a podcast it's just going on hiatus yes. for a little bit tech man with five dollars hey boys thank you so much for all the content is there going to be a place for new gameplay vods enjoy your your time off yes uh twitch.tv slash wolf den <laughs> there's just no reason to have the vods and honestly the vods channel does better monetarily than the clips channel 
But since we're clipping every Twitch video, uh, every Twitch stream, there's really no reason to have a VODs channel anymore. So if you really want to see the full VOD of a stream, just watch it on Twitch. Okay. I'll ask one John Halstead, uh, I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, $5. Love you both boys. What a wild ride. Always love having uh, videos Tuesday to Thursday. Love you, Will. Good luck, Bob. Love you, BB boy. Take a good break. Thank you. I love you, Thank too. Thank you. Uh, all right. We God, we're you guys are stop giving us so money. far behind. Yeah, uh, there's a new switch coming next year. Definitely, for real, this time. 100% happening. It definitely yeah. happening. Uh, uh, you know why? Because Forbes said it's, it is. Uh, yes, and now we are reading an article from Bloomberg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nintendo Co. plans on debuting an upgraded model of its Switch console next year, along with a lineup of new games. People familiar with the matter said. Seeding 2020's holiday spotlight to rival devices from Sony Corp and Microsoft Corp. This is a weird article. Yeah. I also, it's also weird that they're not saying it's a rumor. They're saying that it's definitely happening according to yeah. their sources. The specifications of the new machine have yet to be finalized, though the Kyoto-based company has looked into including more computing power and 4K high-definition graphics. People briefed on the strategy told Bloomberg News asking not to be identified because it's private nintendo faces stiff competition for gamers attention this fall as the playstation 5 and xbox series x are set to arrive in time for the shopping season uh i'll note that just because they looked into it doesn't mean it's gonna happen yeah i do not think we're seeing 4k at all on this new console uh, the release of the upgraded Switch would be coupled with or followed by a slew of games from Nintendo itself and released outside studios and related outside studios, the people said. <laughs> they keep saying the people said. <laughs> Those games would address a wide range of players from casual gamers seeking small doses of escapism to more devoted fans putting in marathon gaming sessions. The focus on next year's pipeline explains Nintendo's relatively quiet software release schedule so far this year, the people said. Uh, the gaming giant has seen record-breaking hit Animal Crossing New Horizons and the protracted COVID-19 pandemic sparked a rally of more than 70% in its share price since the game's release in March. The company has struggled to keep up with demand for its existing Switch and Switch Lite, though it said earlier this month that its pr uh, production bottleneck has largely been resolved. This has been helped by plunging smartphone demand, releasing some of the pressure on suppliers. Assembly of Nintendo's next console isn't expected to begin until next year because production partners are busy with making the current models, according to the people informed. Uh, I think we're done reading this article. Yeah. Um, you know, that is a fair point because usually when Nintendo hits the end of a console's uh, life cycle, they just like stop doing stuff for it. Mm -hmm. um, but the Switch had a banger year this year. Mm -hmm. And I think if anything, that should show Nintendo and its investors and stuff that there's still a lot of life left in this system that people still want games specifically for this system. Uh, I have no doubt that Nintendo is working on the next version of the Switch, but I don't think it's going to be seen anytime soon. 
What do you mean by that? By any well, time we, soon? Just by like it's not coming out next year. Really? I don't think it's coming out next year. I don't even think it's coming out the year after that. Oh. Because they they are you know they like to have like when did the Switch come out? Twenty thirteen? No, twenty seventeen. No, yeah, twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. Uh, yeah, so it's, only, it's only been three years so far. And Nintendo likes to, you know, their successful systems, at least, they like to at least keep them going for five, six years. So I feel like what we won't see, you know, they're going to keep this gravy train going as long as possible and then, you know, introduce well, the next you're, thing. Well, you're thinking that this is a new console when it's not. This is This is an upgraded model of the Switch. But people are going to treat it like a new console. We're not getting a new con. We're not getting a new generation of console from Nintendo for as long as you're saying. Right. But this is, to me, the new Nintendo Switch. This is going to be like a, like a more optimized the Nintendo the Nintendo Switch. Switch Pro or the Nintendo Switch C, uh, X, basically. Or I literally think it'll be called the new Nintendo Switch. Oh yeah. Um, with maybe it won't have a bezel screen might be yeah. a little bigger uh maybe the dock will be different maybe it'll be like a switch light but you can dock it yeah. uh it'll play all of the same games that's the uh -huh. thing so they said that their production bottleneck has largely been fixed so that's why they haven't been producing anything lately i think it'll take a while for them to catch up so it, it they fixed it but now it'll take a while for them to actually start showing us what they've been working on mm -hmm. um i think it makes a lot of s okay so there's the thing i i always said that there was something happening with nintendo but that is the reason like there's put they keep pushing back one big thing and that's the reason why they haven't announced anything um and a new console would be it but it doesn't make any sense for them to push back game releases if they're not changing to a new generation like if this isn't like the next if this isn't the successor to the switch then mm -hmm. why would they hold games right that part doesn't make any sense and i don't agree with that part but i do think that uh they have planned a a, a new version of the nintendo switch to come out in march i don't think they're gonna hit that mark because uh, they've been delayed on everything. I think yeah. it'd be remarkable if they hit that. I mean, well, Microsoft and PlayStation seem to be having a fine time hitting their November mark. Yeah. Um, but I'd be surprised if Nintendo hits the March mark. I, I, I believe that they have it planned for March. I don't know if they're going to actually hit that. But again, I would be shocked if there's 4K anything on this thing. Yeah. Maybe it'll be upscaled to 4K via the dock, but uh, I don't think you're playing any. I don't think you're seeing Mario in 4K. Yeah, that would uh, that would drive the price up significantly for this. And Nintendo has always been about making the best systems out of like older hardware. Mm -hmm. So, and because um, the Tegra one chip that the Switch runs on was kind of old when the Switch launched, so. Yeah, I don't think this is going to be playing any new games or anything. It's going to pl mm -hmm. be playing the same Nintendo Switch games. And games like Mario Odyssey, which are super well-optimized, uh, run at 960p at most. Yeah. So getting that to 4K just does not 
sound like something they're going to be doing. If they do that, it'll be a weird sort of upscaling, like the like the like the Marseille, whatever it's called. Oh, the M cable. Yeah, the M cable. Something yeah. weird like that. Uh, because, like, I understand the need to have some sort of upscaling because everybody's going to have these new consoles. Everybody's going to want a 4K TV to play these new consoles. And then yeah. it'd be weird to, like, be playing your PlayStation 5 and then pull out your 960p Nintendo Switch. <laughs> um, so being able to at least clean it up a little bit would would be really cool. Um and to make sure it's compatible with these new TVs. Yeah. Uh, but again, I, I think it's just a small iterative change in the current Switch lineup. I don't think it's anything to throw your Switch out over. Uh, I don't, I think it'll, you'll be able to play all the games just fine on your current Switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I do believe this rumor 100% that it's something that Nintendo's working on. Yeah. Like, I, like, they're working on it. I just don't know if we're going to see it in the time frame they think it's we're going to see it. I don't think I think it's planned for March. I don't think it's going to come out for at least a month or two after that. You yeah. think we're not going to see it for years. <laughs> yeah. That's that, that I, I think about. I think rather than do a like a a Switch 2.0, they'll just do the next system. It'll be backwards compatible and whatnot, and hopefully they'll find out they'll solve their stupid um account system problem where you can transfer all your games over but i don't and it'll probably work the same as the switch but i don't think it's gonna be you know the new nintendo switch it'll be yeah but look at nintendo's history they always have like a like a iterative version in the middle that just cleans it up a lot true like when i think the ds i think of the ds Lite. i don't even consider the original bulky crappy looking one and the the switch i have (laughs) The Switch looks great, but yeah. when the new one comes out, we're going to think this is ugly as hell. <laughs> yeah. That's just how it is with Nintendo's uh, handhelds, at least. Um, so, yeah. A BB Retro in the chat says, uh, minor update, 1080p screen. Yeah, I think... Yeah, I mean, 720p is pretty low resolution for, for the screen itself. Mm-hmm. I think they could easily do 1080. New processor, definitely uh different dock maybe the dock is a weird one uh yeah they could just have the same sort of form factor so that it works in older docks uh but the dock needs to change there's no reason for the dock to be as big as it is streamline the whole freaking thing streamline the whole thing this could be easily streamlined all right so that's that new new switch get uh nobody buy a switch for the next four years yeah until the new one comes out uh god we got a lot of stories here yeah oh these are all we can plow through these yeah uh, a couple of notifications a uh, hunter haunter thank you for the prime sub uh grizzo thank you for the prime sub on twitch trevor steinberg with five dollars don't often tune into live but i usually listen later on stitcher i'm set we we're on stitcher yeah, I've said that at the end of every episode. I've said to see it end. Thanks for all the content. Thank you. Thank you. I get Stitcher confused with Anchor. We're not on Anchor. We're not on Anchor. We tried to be on Anchor, but it screwed up our feed. But we'll sort that Which out. Which is why we might change the feed. But yeah. I don't want to do... Anyway. Hey, look at that. Judge won't make Apple Store's Fortnite 
Uh, no, nah, I can't read. Judge won't make Apple restore Fortnite, but protects Unreal Engine. So while we were talking about the whole Epic scandal last week, mm-hmm. we said that this might be really bad for Unreal Engine games in the App Store. Yeah. Well, here we are. Looks like the judge is like, nah, you're cool, dude. Yeah, Epic Games has failed to convince the court uh, to order Apple to restore Fortnite on the App Store, but it successfully secured a temporary order to stop the tech giant from pulling its developer tools. If you recall, Apple told the video game developer that it's terminating all of its developer accounts and cutting Epic off from iOS and Mac development tools on August 28th, shortly after the Fortnite debacle started. That would prevent Epic from distributing Unreal Engine to other developers, which uses the software suite to build 3D games and other platforms. During the hearings, U.S. District Judge uh, Yvonne Gonzalez-Rogers told Apple's move, said Apple's move against the Unreal Engine seems like an overreach. She noted that Apple's contract for Unreal Engine is under Epic Games International um, and that the contract uh, was breached when the developer offered discounts to those who bypass the App Store purchases uh, is on is under Epic Games. Wait, let me read that again. <laughs> she noted that Apple's contract for Unreal Engine is under Epic Games International, and that the contract that was breached uh, when the developer offered discounts for those who bypassed the App Store purchases is under Epic Games. Okay, so Apple's contract with the Unreal Engine is technically with a different company. Oh God. <laughs> That's a weird. I, I assume that the judge was like, "Well, we can't punish all of these people who just made games with the Unreal Engine." Yeah. But no, it turns out it's a technicality, yeah. <laughs> and that's the reason why Unreal Engine games get this say. That's weird, mm-hmm. and a little troubling. Yeah, I mean, well, companies do this a lot. Like they have either sub companies or sister companies that that like, uh, you know, they can sort of get away with things like uh, for example like pepsico not only owns pepsi soda but you know frito-lay's chips so if if uh if microsoft makes a deal with doritos that doesn't necessarily mean they also made a deal with mountain dew no i I even though they're all owned by the same company in the end i understand yeah it's i look i I don't make it right that's just this is how it is (laughs) So this was just a decision to put Fortnite on the App Store while the trial's going on. Yes. Like immediately. Yeah. Um, so this does this isn't a verdict on what uh, is happening with the Fortnite versus Apple iOS situation. This is just yeah. they wanted to be temporarily put on the App Store while this fight was going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, the judge was like, nah, dude, you got to suck it up. And that's, yeah. I mean, that makes sense. I don't, I don't know why they would uh, think that they could just go back on the app store <laughs> before the fight's over, you know? Well, I know like in traditional retail, sometimes, you know, if somebody's being sued over a product, the company will still be allowed to sell that product while they're sorting out the lawsuit. It's the reason why, um, you know, when Sony and Microsoft were being sued over, you know, Rumble and their controllers, mm-hmm. they were still allowed to sell their controllers. In in certain cases, it seems weird because it's you're just building uh, a case against you more. Like yeah. like if Fortnite's gonna lose this and they were allowed to be on the App Store, they're just gonna owe more money to Apple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, 
so yeah we had we had a really long drawn out conversation about this in what was it last week's podcast yeah so uh, if you want to know more about about this or our thoughts on it just watch last week's podcast um i think this really doesn't add much more to other than it addresses our concern that uh unreal engine games are safe for now at least for now yeah yeah uh well, it sounds like they're safe for for good because it's a different company. Yeah. All right. Uh, we got more stuff here. Uh, Jordan ran with $20. Will just looked at my Target app and the Baroness is sold out in all of Minnesota. Minnesota, yeah. Uh, also, you and your family have this community support. I really want to make it out to New York to see you guys at Future Packs East. Here's hoping. That's in Boston, buddy. Yeah. But no, I love Packs. I really hope it happens because I already have my yeah. hotel room for next year, so it better <laughs> freaking happen. Uh, super, I like potatoes for $5. The worst part about this is you guys didn't finish at a nice rounded number. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Uh, sometimes it's better just end it now before you try to drag it to something just to hit some arbitrary round number and stuff no. so we got to get this out of the way before all things start ramping up yeah during the holidays uh super like potatoes no i've read that already but sheepish lord of chaos oh. with 20 loonies thanks for everything wolf bros thank you thank you thank you for everything all right uh this is stupid call of duty black ops <laughs> cold war costs 70 dollars for the next generation it's stupid and it's confusing the, yeah this the fact that it's 70 dollars isn't the stupid part to me yeah uh the, con the 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 confusion is the part uh we don't gotta read all this it's 70 dollars what do you want from them <laughs> it's, it's well, the next it, gen it, version it's, it's, it's 70 dollars but so okay According to the leak, Activision will offer Standard Edition, Cross-Gen Bundle, and Ultimate Edition. The Standard Edition will cost uh, $60 for the current consoles and $70 for the next-gen consoles. So it comes with the Frank Woods Operator Skin and access to the pre-launch beta when you pre-order. The Cross-Gen Bundle is uh, the interesting thing. The existence of the Cross-Gen Bundle means players won't automatically gain access to the, updated, the upgraded version of Cold War for PS5 or Xbox Series X if they buy the Standard Edition for modern gen. Uh, truly devoted Call of Duty players won't need to worry about the cross-gen bundle at all. The game's Ultimate Edition includes both the current and next-gen versions of the game, as well as other goodies like operators, vehicles, and weapon skins, and a Battle Pass bundle and a weapons pack. Like the cross-gen bundle, it is currently unclear how much the Ultimate Edition will cost. Um, update, August 26th. Pre-orders for Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War are live, and we now know the cost of the cross-gen bundle. Players can pick up the cross-gen bundle, which will grant access uh, to the PS4 and PS5 or Xbox One and Series X versions of the game for $70. The price difference of $10 above the standard version of the game. Update 2. Also August 26th. According to Charlie Intel, the official Call of Duty news Twitter, um... Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War's Standard Edition on PS5 and Series X will cost $70, the same as the cross-gen bundle. So, when does this game come out? The later this year, obviously. 
that doesn't help you at all. No, they 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 put a date on it. I think. Yeah. No. Uh. Oh no, that's the that's the. Reveal it's either thing. October or November. That's what I'm saying. Like, because the consoles yeah. come out in late November. Yeah. And I want this on the new consoles. You know. Uh, uh, well, well, hold on. Uh, it just says 2020. I'm, go- I'm going to the new trailer that they that they posted yeah. with, the, and they put like November that- 13th. November 13th. It's November 13th. I did it. I say I solved the mystery. Hashtag Will was right. Don't let that die while I'm gone. <laughs> um. So yeah, I'm gonna want the cross gen bundle, which is stupid. Uh, well, here's where things get. Even more complicated, as per Charlie Intel on Twitter, for everyone planning on getting a physical edition, physical standard PS4 will upgrade to PS5 for $10. Physical standard Xbox One cannot upgrade to Series X. Physical standard PS5 only includes the PS5 version. Physical standard of Xbox Series X will include an Xbox One copy. And for those planning on getting the physical edition of the PS4 and Xbox One versions, do remember you do not get any of the bonus content. There is no Frank Woods operator bundle. There is no early early open beta access. Those are digital only. So this is so needlessly confusing. And personally makes my life a living hell (laughs) this is this is the dumbest (laughs) like yeah you have all these other companies that are trying to make it as easy as possible to upgrade to the next gen version of the game and then you do have companies that like are you know hiding it behind a paywall which you know what i get it that's fine i don't like it but i understand it but then you have, you know, people like 505 Games, which is only allowing you to upgrade uh, control if you get the most recent version of the game. If you already have the game, too bad. And then you have this, where some versions of the game come with the next-gen version and some don't. Yeah, this, this seems like the easiest way for them to do it, but it's horrible, horrible marketing because it just makes it confusing for everybody. It would be easier for everybody if they just made you buy the new version if they just and, if there was no cross gen at all well what i don't understand is microsoft has shouted up and down a million times that they have a service in place for publishers and developers to do this for free mm-hmm. and they'd be willing to help them do that but so far only a handful of people are taking advantage of it and what what really boggles my mind is that if you get the physical standard edition of Black Ops Cold War on Series X, you will get the last gen version of the game, but not vice versa. It's because of that extra ten dollars. That's screwing up a lot of things for everybody. They really should just charge seventy dollars for the for, for the yeah. Xbox One version. Um That extra ten dollars, yeah, they're trying to squeeze it out of you and they and they're like uh, why? Like, why would you get the Xbox One version for 
like if you, if you could upgrade the Xbox One version for you can get if there was smart delivery, you can just spend sixty dollars on the Xbox One version, then it'll automatically upgrade to the new one. But the new one would cost seventy dollars, so you're saving ten bucks if you do it that way. They they're yeah. trying to give you an incentive by just straight up not letting smart delivery happen. This is a nightmare for me because I started play. I have Call of Duty Modern Warfare on PS4. I own the game. I started playing Warzone on PS4. The game got too freaking big for my PS4, so I started playing Warzone on Xbox One. Now, I want to carry everything over. Warzone will be on the next-gen consoles, or it'll have heavy integration with the new... Uh, with with Call of Duty Cold War, as they said, I don't know in what capacity that means. I'm just assuming that Warzone will be on the next gen consoles, and it'll go, it'll continue. Um, I'm gonna want all my stuff to carry over. Now I have a choice. Can I? Do I want to? I don't know. I don't even know what that entails. Carrying everything over. Do I want to have it on my Xbox Series X or do I want to have it on my PlayStation Five? Uh, most of my friends are going to have it on PlayStation 5, so I might want to get it on PlayStation 5, but that means I'm moving back to PlayStation for that. Well, um, and a- another thing that complicates it even more is that I want it on the new console, definitely without a doubt. So I have to, I want it when it comes out, and it comes out a few weeks before the next gen consoles do. Right. So now I'm looking at this, I got to look at a chart to see which one I should get. And uh, again, that tweet i read was only about the physical edition so i don't even know what it is for the digital edition true um Uh, also i I mean i'm getting the physical one anyway right uh also i should note um it is confirmed that the game is going to have a single player campaign multiplayer zombies and Warzone. it'll be out november 13th and uh it will feature cross play between every platform so ps5 ps4 Xbox One, Series X, and PC can all play together. That's important that the, that's going to have crossplay right out of the game. Yeah. Um, what concerns me is that in the last trailer they did, let me make sure this is muted. Oh, it's muted. In the last trailer they did, it ends with uh, pre-order a digital copy and get Woods Operator and Weapon Blueprint in Call of Duty Modern Warfare and Warzone. Uh, oh, no, that doesn't concern me. Never mind. Because <laughs> if it's there, if it's in Warzone, then you'll be able to keep playing it. I'm mm-hmm. just not convinced that Warzone is gonna be here while this, while Call of Duty Warzone, uh, Call of Duty okay. Cold War comes out. Uh, but, like, I know it's gonna be, I know it's gonna be playable and around. I just don't know if they're gonna make a new Warzone, and I'm a little scared of that. Uh, so per Charlie Intel, uh, their actual website. Activision will allow users who buy the current-gen version of Black Ops Cold War digitally on PS4 or Xbox One to upgrade to the cross-gen edition. This option exists for users who are not sure about buying a PlayStation 5 or Xbox Series X this holiday season. Players who buy the digital standard edition of the game will be able to upgrade uh, to the cross-gen version for $10. So... If you buy it on, if you're gonna buy it on Xbox One, pay ten extra dollars and you'll get it for Series X. Uh, but that's digitally. We we disconnected for a second. Could you get say the conclusion again? If you if you buy the game digitally, 
it's a ten dollar fee to upgrade to the next to the next gen version. But that's digitally. Okay. You buy it physically, you better make sure you buy the right version. I think that's a really good uh solution. If well, you buy it digitally, it's ten bucks to upgrade. I feel like that's the uh the bare minimum to allow it if you get it digitally to allow it upgrade allow upgrade ability because then it's tied to your account like they know you have the game um but again like xbox has smart delivery they have a service where they can do it for free it sucks that you know some companies are not taking advantage of that but that's business activision is a greedy company bobby kodak is under investigation for making too much money um it's just it's this physical stuff that's bothering me because like why is it so crisscross? Like, if you buy it on PS4, you get the PS5 version, but not the other way around. If you buy it on Xbox One, you don't get the Series X version. But if you buy it for Series X, you get the Xbox One version. That especially doesn't make sense. Why would you want to go back? Microsoft was in the the right mindset when they said that they wanted to have smart delivery be yeah. free. But now I don't know if they knew that all that games were going to be seventy dollars on new consoles. So uh, I feel like if they knew that, they would have charged ten dollars for smart delivery. They probably no. They they had to have been in the conversation because I that I wouldn't I, be surprised I, that, that would make things way easier across the board for all publishers if they just made smart delivery cost ten bucks. I wouldn't be surprised if publishers and developers weren't even thinking about next-gen upgrades to their games uh, until Microsoft came along and said, we're planning on doing this. And some companies were like, oh, that's a good idea. We'll hop on board with that. And others were like, hold on, we can make money off of this. So that's what I think happened. I, I do think that there's a lot of publishers that are just trying to capitalize on it and trying to squeeze money every chance they can get and activision is one of them mm -hmm. but i think that there's also publishers who are like wait a minute why would we allow smart delivery when we can charge when the new when the next gen version is going to be ten dollars more yeah you know um anyway uh yeah if we're doing it for the digital version if we can make it ten dollars extra for the upgrade on the digital version why not just let me put the disc in and download the assets? Yeah. That sounds like a console thing. Well, smart delivery. So I don't know. That's stupid. It's the whole thing's the whole situation's dumb. Everybody yeah. should talk to each other better. Um, I'll be getting probably the PlayStation 5 version. But wait, I can't upgrade. Uh, if you get the PS4 version, you'll be able to upgrade. Standard physical standard PS4 will upgrade to PS5 for ten dollars. Oh, okay, yeah, yay! I'll do that. That's so weird that the series. Oh, right. because smart delivery is free and they want ten dollars. Right. Smart delivery should have cost ten dollars. I'm saying it. Well, I mean, it's very anti-consumer, but it would have smart, been a lot easier. Smart for delivery is optional. So oh, you don't true. have they to partake in smart delivery. That's true. But, that's true. You know, because EA is not do, is not partaking in smart delivery. You know, you if you want the the next gen version of Madden, you have a year to upgrade. You know, it's still free, but they put a time cap on it, so it's not part of smart delivery. It's so. just Activision 
being dicks. <laughs> it it is. It is. Yeah, they could have just subverted smart delivery entirely. You're right. Yeah. But then if they subvert smart delivery and say, oh, look, it's $10 to upgrade. Well, even though, no, they're getting bad PR now anyway, so it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. It's dumb. The whole thing's dumb. Um, but I guess I'm getting the PS5 version. And you know what? It sounds like they're focusing more on PS5. The trailer was all shot on PS5. Yeah. <laughs> so, whatever. Uh, we got some super chats. Uh, uh, Thomas Nolan with $10. Really going to miss Will on and this pod. Best of luck, Will. Oh, thank you. And Baki the Sunset with a dollar super chat. And I think his message got deleted because he's being an asshole. But I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't know exactly uh, what he said. But thanks for the buck. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Uh, oh, Rocksteady's new game, Suicide, killed, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. Which, yes, we, which uh, we talked about last week because we, we knew it was leaked. Right, but now we have uh, more concrete information. Um, last week during DC Fandom, they announced Rocksteady finally unveiled its new Suicide Squad game, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. It is a next-gen console exclusive, um, so it'll be released in 2022 on PS5, Series X, and the PC. The trailer played during the event showed Harley Quinn, King Shark, Deadshot, and Captain Boomerang fighting enemies. It also looks like Superman is a bad guy now. Rocksteady explained uh, during the event that the game is set in Metropolis, which in the trailer appears to be partially destroyed by supervillain Brainiac. Suicide Squad is an open-world action game that mixes superpowers and guns and is set in the Arkham Games universe. Suicide Squad, in Suicide Squad, a multiplayer third-person shooter, players will be able to play alone or with up to three people with bots filling in for the squad if you play alone. The full game is, a, is playable online or solo with players allowed to jump freely between the characters whenever they want. According to the official press release, each of the four playable characters has special traversal abilities they can use while exploring a dynamic open-world metropolis. And then uh, the rest of the article goes on to talk about how there was a lot of sexual harassment going on in Rocksteady, what? and then they I didn't know about uh, that. handled it. Yeah, it's not fun. But Rocksteady handled it, so don't worry, guys. I'm not playing the trailer because I don't think Warner Brothers likes us. Um, no. It was a cool trailer. Mm -hmm. This looks like a good game. Uh, I'm uh, happy it's in the Arkham universe. I saw someone tweet that it looks a lot like Sunset Overdrive, and they're absolutely right. It has a very Sunset Overdrive feel to it. Not to say it's going to play anything like that, but just that, that overall, like, you know, pop punk aesthetic to it. That's the I Suicide think. Squad aesthetic. It's just in video game form now. Well, I mean, not. I, yes and no. <laughs> it's complicated. So, yeah, I'm interested. I'm, I'm happy it's in the Arkham universe because the next game we have to talk about, Gotham Knights, yes. looks like an Arkham game, but is not. But it's not. And I thought it was an Arkham game until somebody pointed out that it's called Gotham Knights and not Arkham Knights. Right. Well, it's confusing because the, the setup for the game is very similar to the, to the setup for how Arca, Arkham Knight ended. Um, yes, yes. But it's... All right, so 
let's just get into it. So at DC Fandom, they also announced the long-rumored and previously teased WB Montreal Batman game called Gotham Knights. It will be released next year on current and next-gen systems. After the apparent death of Batman, a group of heroes step up to fill the role left behind by the absence of the Dark Knight. The group of heroes includes Batgirl, Nightwing, Red Hood, and Robin. Gotham Knights is being developed by WB Montreal. Um, in the gameplay footage also revealed today, we see Batgirl facing off against Mr. Freeze and fighting off various thugs. The entire game can be played alone or in two-player co-op. Uh, here's how WB Games describes the game, which sounds which sounds a lot like some kind of games-as-a-service setup. Oh. In Gotham Knights, players can explore an open-world action explore the open world action of Gotham and patrol the dark streets of the city's five distinct boroughs using a variety of traversal abilities and heroic combat moves, as well as the iconic bat cycle as Batgirl, Nightwing, Red Hood, and Robin progress. Their distinctive gameplay skills will evolve along with a growing arsenal of weaponry and gear. Uh, WB games also told Kotaku that Gotham Knights is an original story and not connected to the Arkham games coming out sometime in 2021 for PS4, PS5, Xbox one series X and PC. Uh, it seems cool. Yeah. I'm actually uh, a little looked, more interested in Suicide Squad than this. Yeah. Uh, I think this looks very cool. I think it looks different and distinct enough from the Arkham games to be something new and exciting. Um, I like the fact that Tim Drake is Robin. It was previously announced to be Damian Wayne. It's not that little bastard. It's it's the real Robin. Wait, what? Um, it's not. Yeah, it's Tim. I thought. Didn't we have a back and forth about this? We did. Didn't we decide the, the, it was Damian? You said it was Tim. Other people no, decided okay. it was Damian, and now so, it's Tim again. So, so in the the leak said it was Damian. Okay. And that in Suicide Squad, Tim was gonna be in it. Okay. When they released the gameplay trailer, they didn't say anything. It just it looked like Damien. It looked because okay. like, the costume was Damien style costume. The hair was the the more like spiky hair that Damien typically has. And he has the things that Damien. He has like the little right. baton things. Right. Later, when they released the press release, it said in the press notes that Robin was Tim Drake. That's weird. Yeah. So, so, so it makes sense for Tim Drake to be in the Suicide Squad thing because that's in the Arkham universe. Right. This is not in the Arkham universe. This is universe. not in the Arkham universe, but it looks it looks like it, they're, it's following a similar mold. So Because there's little nunchuck things. Oh, no, it's not. That's uh, it, It's his bow staff. I was looking at uh, Batwoman, Batgirl. Oh, yeah, she has tonfas for but, some reason. But this looks like, uh, yeah, it looks like Damien's thing. Yeah, but it, it's, it's Tim, which... Thank God. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm curious to see how this works. My favorite, one of my favorite parts of Arkham Knight was the tag team system. Um, and hopefully, they integrate it some in some way, shape, or form into this. They didn't really show off a lot of stealth gameplay here, and that was a big part of the Arkham series. Um, I do, I do kind of like the fact that you have motorcycles in this game because I think that will be better than the Batmobile. I think that a motorcycle fits this type of gameplay for this these characters better than the bat the a full on car would. Right. I so. I really hated the Batmobile stuff. Well, I, I, specific, I know specifically you did. the ta the tank stuff. I didn't really care yeah. about the driving. Uh, I also don't remember playing a lot of the tag team stuff. I remember doing it, it like three times. Yeah, it was it was um 
basically when you did the Catwoman side missions, the Nightwing side missions, and for a little bit when you played uh, with Robin in the middle. I, I didn't do any DLC. Right. And I, I don't, don't think, think I were... ever touched many side missions. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, it looks cool. Yeah, it does. Um. Definitely excited for it. Batman's not dead. Yeah, <laughs> I'm no, there's calling no way it now. There's no way he's dead. He's deep undercover, um, going after the the Court of Owls, who are the main villains in the game, uh, like we predicted. Um, so or he's like captured, and and the thing that may, that goes out that activates the death yeah. alert, like got set off. Mm-hmm. Doesn't that happen in the Court of Owls? He gets captured in, in the. He comic. gets captured and he goes miss. He goes missing for a week. Oh, a week! And I, thought it was like, I thought it was like a month. That was a long time. I think it's a week. Well, you know, a week is a long time if you're Batman. That's true. That's true. and billionaire superstar Bruce Wayne. True. Uh, I want to read this chat real quick. Uh, Nosy yeah. Parker says, "Dear Will, are you moving on to new projects? I really love all of your DC videos. Only reason I started reading the Batman Year One and now on Court of Owls. Oh, sorry, we ruined part of it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. Uneducated." Uh, about Batman comic. Oh, thank you. Uh, like I said, I, I'm taking a a very. I'm just taking a very long break from YouTube. I, I you know, I'm eventually I'm going to want to get back on the horse and try something new. I just don't know when or how. Um, so just just follow me on Twitter if you have any comic book questions. Uh, what to read? Who is this person? I will do my best to answer. Um. And if I if I don't answer right away, it's not you, it's me. Um, if you don't like my answer, then stop following me. <laughs> when does uh, the Snyder Cut come out? Next year. There's your time. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, I got a couple super chats. Uh, all right. Adrian Sheffitz bro Broca with a toonie. Where is Will going? Valhalla. L. Scroll Same back. Thing. Uh, John Halstead with $2. Will, where did you get that Tails thing behind you? Uh, I got that at too many games. What is he talking Oh, I see it. Yeah. It's right there. Yeah. Uh, you will see stuff like that all around like retro game conventions. Um, mm -hmm. I even think they have like a Long Island Retro Gaming, they have something like that. So if you're ever allowed to go to conventions again, be on the lookout for that. Uh, John Enquist with $5. Rip Wolfden, sad to see it go. Hey, we're not. Yeah, we're not. It's not completely dying, right? <laughs> Consider this uh, the next stage in the evolution of the Wolf Den. <laughs> yes. Uh, real quick, rumor switch control options supposedly uncovered in Tony Hawk Pro Skater One to Two Warehouse. Demo. So this broke like after Wolf Den Live last week, and I just wanted to talk about it real quick. So apparently, in the demo for Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One and Two, uh, which is on Xbox One, PS4, and PC, um, they found images of Switch control setups, basically. Um, you see the Switch in portable mode, the Joy-Con uh, in, the, in the grip mode, and then the Pro Controller. There's, like, graphics for it. Um, it's weird because you're seeing graphics for a Nintendo console in other systems and games made for other systems typically that's like you find lines of code 
but not full-on graphics. Um, they have not announced that Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 is coming to Switch, but it stuff like this points to the possibility of it being high. Yeah, I, I mean, I always think like it's something that they probably worked on at one point. They're, they could still have made the decision like it's not worth it to port it. Yeah. Um, but no, this seems like they actually made the graphics, so why not? Yeah. Uh, and keep in mind, they kind of pulled the same thing with the Crash Bandicoot uh, Insane Trilogy, yeah. Spyro Reignited, and Crash Team Racing. They they released it for all the other systems first, and then when they did that, they said, oh yeah, it's gonna, it'll come to Switch in a month or two. Yeah, that's what makes me think it's happening, because Activision yeah. has done this. But it's weird. Like, why make it come out later yeah that's well, weird i mean if it's one thing to make it come out later i understand because switch is different architecture they probably need more development time on that but what i don't understand is why announce it later why not announce it with the rest of the systems well because they don't want people holding out on buying it i mean people i mean you know if people want to play it on People who are going to play it on PS4 are going to buy it on PS4. They're not going to wait and play it on the Switch. Well, they might think, I can't get it on my Switch. And they might wait to get it on the Switch if they know it's coming out on Switch. Right. People aren't like us. <laughs> True. I just now am seeing this... Uh, the warehouse part where he goes through the freaking... Uh, uh, over the vert ramp, through the freaking in the building you know what i'm talking about they're like bust yeah, through yeah. It. that looks freaking sick yeah that looks i, I awesome. can't wait for this game september 4th that's next week yeah yes uh, i did not play the demo me neither i also did not get a chance to play the avengers beta and now it's closed so oh, oh, well. you you have you have one job here at the wolf den well <laughs> well again yeah and guess what <laughs> um i didn't play it either People don't like it. That's not good. That's not good. The last bit of news I have here is that well, it, people were mixed on it actually on the, yeah. on, the uh, on the Avengers beta. Some people were saying it's their thing that they want like a narrative uh, multiplayer game, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I have to play for myself. Last bit of news: Sega says it wants to re-release more past titles on the Switch. This is coming after they just said they're done with Sega Ages. Really. I heard that they've. That's what I, I. It might not be in this article though, but I heard that they are done making Sega Ages games. Herzog's Y might seem like any other Sega Ages release, but it's actually the final game in the retro line. Wow. Sega's Yosuke uh, Okunari confirmed this project had come to an end in a recent interview with Japanese outlet Game Watch. Although the series has finished, it doesn't necessarily mean Sega is completely done with re-releases. In fact, Okunari uh, says the team is currently working on the next project and hopes to continue re-releasing past titles on the Switch that will really satisfy players. Here's the full translation, courtesy of Oni Dino. Considering Sega Ages has ended, some may be wondering if we have plans to continue re-releasing past, past titles on Nintendo Switch. I want that to happen. I hope to bring something over that will really satisfy Switch players. So until then, we hope you'll I'll look forward to it. Uh, we, we, they put up a survey a while ago asking what games people wanted, and we were seeing things like Crazy Taxi and Jet Grind Radio. Yeah. So uh, I think we'll probably see some Dreamcast games. There are 19 games in the Sega Ages series for Switch. 
They run the gamut from being uh, Genesis games, uh, Master System games, arcade games. And that's really it. I think we'll be uh, seeing some three stuff in the future, and it makes sense to get rid of the Sega Ages moniker if you're going to be doing stuff like that. Well, I because it, it's confusing because on mobile they have something similar called Sega Forever, mm-hmm. and that series the games are free um, with ads. You can pay you know X amount to get rid of the ads, but those games span the entire Sega history. You had games. Uh, f- like Crazy Taxi, Dreamcast games. You had, uh, f- you had arcade games. You had Genesis games. It, there was more of a variety of games there. Um, I, th- I think it's just it actually the, the the thing with Sega Ages is that they changed the game a little bit. They they updated and add stuff. Right. It was supposed to be like updated versions of the game. So they're not going to do that with freaking Crazy Taxi and Jet Grind Radio. Right. It'd be uh, too much work. Actually, the Afterburner Climax was the last Sega Forever game. That was released in April of 2019. Matt uh, Matt Fela in the chat says, let's let's go Skies of Arcadia. Oh, yeah. He he loves that game. That was the reason he bought a GameCube. Oh, my God. Yeah. What a weeb. I know, right? Nerd. Uh, Yeah, well, yeah, I think that they're just... Go, gonna rebrand it or just release Jack Ryan Radio on the Switch. I mean, and, and games similar to that. Sega, uh, people love them because they're one of the few gaming companies that, um, really keep their older games in circulation. Like, you will always have access to old Sega games. Mm-hmm. People hate them because they keep re releasing the same games over and over again. Um, so I have no doubt that they will find a, a, a way to get their games out to the people. I just I thought Sega Ages was a good idea. It was a good way to collect their entire history um, in one, you know, under one banner, so they can be easily found and distinguished. Um, but yeah, I don't know what they're gonna do next. Then, uh, yeah. I, uh, so it's. It, it's we love the Sega Ages series. Uh, mm-hmm. They'll they'll do something very similar to for, yeah. and hopefully include a lot more games that span a longer time. Like like Dreamcast is what I'm saying. I want some freaking yeah. Dreamcast games. Anyway, uh, that's it for all the news. Yes. Uh, now tweet of the week. Tweet of the week. Tweet of the week. Tweet of the week. Now somebody said I should uh, sample that, mm-hmm. which I have. First of all, Will's going to be on the podcast still yes. when it moves. Uh, not as much, but still a lot. Uh, and I say I did I did sample his voice, and I'm trying to get it remixed. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, this is from Video Game Edits or Nostalgic VG Edit on Twitter. It's Ralph Wiggum being thrown through the window, and it says "qualified" like it's a uh, Fall Guys. That that that's a good one. And there's a one under it that is the slime climb, but it's like Dark Souls. <laughs> that's pretty good. All right, now is when we talk to you people for the final time here on YouTube. Yes. 
Uh, as always, although not really, although probably still in the next <laughs> format, you can reach us on Twitter using the hashtag WolfDenLive. If you left, if you left a comment on last week's WolfDenLive, this is the part of the show where we will finally answer you. And of course, ladies and gentlemen at home, please start leaving your questions and comments because we will get to them when, when we are done with everybody else. Brian Hamilton said, "Hearing Will say the tweet for the last time, uh, saying tweet of the week for the last time, made me very sad just now. I hope you, you all and cry, buddy." <laughs> Uh, all right. It took me a while to open Discord. Um, Twitter hashtag Wolfden Live. We got Lachlan Everett who says, "Does the Court of Owls essential saga contain City of Owls and Death of the Family, and should the game include those two stories as well?" Um. So, if I remember correctly, so Court of Owls is weird because they collected it. Court of Owls is an eleven issue story, but the actual trade. The Court of Owls is only the first half. I believe the second half of the story is City of Owls. And then there's a, a middle part called Night of the Owls, which is all about the Bat family, like how Nightwing and Damien and Batgirl deal with the Court of Owls. That's an essential, but Court of Owls and City of Owls is the entire Court of Owls saga. So if you're going to read that, make sure you read all of it. Um, Death of the Family is not part of that story, but it's the next story in Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo's Batman, overall Batman story. It's not essential to the Court of Owls, but if you like the Court of Owls and want to keep reading uh, Snyder and Capullo's Batman, Death of the Family is a great follow-up to it. Uh, Muhammad Hader, if Apple only takes a 30% cut of the initial app price and not in-app purchases, then all applications will be free with a mi million microtransactions. Uh, hopefully, they would put some regulations on that if that were the case. That's all I got to say. Uh, Kurt Koff. Oh, Will, we lost Will. Already? So soon? He was supposed to finish the podcast, at least. Anyway, Kurt, oh, you dropped out for a second. Oh, I, I tried to open up a, a window and all of a sudden, like, nope, screw you. <laughs> You're done with this show already. <laughs> Kurt Coffey says, after listening to you talk about comics for so long, I finally bought my first Batman comic. I started with The Man Who Laughs on your recommendation from an old video, and I enjoyed it so much, I went and ordered Volume 1, The Court of Owls. And then I posted my last video ever. <laughs> um... I'm glad to see everybody getting into the Court of Owls. That was a great... Uh, yeah, Court of Owls is great. Um, the entire Snyder and Capullo run is very good. Even the latter part when Commissioner Gordon uh, takes a more prominent role, let's say, which I didn't really <laughs> like as much, um, but it did have a lot of interesting twists and turns. There's a great new villain they introduced, and it ends on a very satisfying note. So, uh, Last week on youtube in the comments uh i guess we're not gonna be reading this week's youtube comments <laughs> last week's youtube comments parker says garden story reminds me of a stardew valley type game i have played stardew valley and i feel like those kind of games are very time management based the game looks very good but i'm not sure if that style of a farming simulator is for me overall the main thing i was hyped for was goose game 2 player update Keep up the good work, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, it looks like Stardew Valley, but I've never played Stardew Valley, so I don't know. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Uh, Lini 
Leanne Leanne Mustafa. I don't know. I'm so happy to hear you guys talk about Mighty Ducks cartoon. It's so memorable that I find myself uh, quoting it in real life. My colleagues at work think I'm obsessed with it. I'm not. I just love it as much as Ninja Turtles, Batman, and the other gems from my childhood. I don't think I can quote it. Oh, there's my my favorite. I I I like the theme song. Sometimes I get the theme song stuck in my head. I don't even remember it. I don't remember the whole theme song. Uh, favorite quotes when I'm passing manager's key to the next shift's manager. Oh, take it. Your team captain. Now when I accidentally hurt myself, like closing a drawer on my fingers, pain, pain is an illusion, an illusion that really, really hurts. I don't remember any of this stuff. It just makes me have to go back and watch the entire series again. I'm thankful it's short. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I don't, ha- I don't have time. Rhode Island hiker. I even had the pog maker, which is basically you take photos and smash a pog size hole in it. And then that pick would become the pog. We had that too. We had that too. Yeah. I made lots of pogs. Yeah. I still have most of them. Out of like old magazines and such. Yeah. Uh, Dread runner. Seems Bob is, uh, seems Bob just isn't impressed by any game that doesn't have Mario in it. Listen, if it was platforming, I would have loved it. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Charlie Pink TV, bro, what are you talking about? The direct was fire emoji. We're talking about the indie direct from last week. Yeah. Uh, what did you like about it? You should have told me what you liked about it. Yeah, dude. Uh, and then, uh, now it's too late. You'll never, you'll never be able to follow up. Never again. be able to tell me anything. Uh, like we, I like we said last week. The problem is, you know, it's it's fu- fine to announce indie directs, but it usually it's sandwiched between like big announcements, like a Metroid or or a Mario or whatnot. Yeah, it was all indie games, and they weren't like high profile indie games. Well, most of them weren't. So, and that's why a lot that, of people were disappointed. On top of that, the games just weren't games that we were in genres that we were personally interested in. Yeah. A lot of them had like time management stuff or resource management stuff and uh or they were RPGs or you know there's just certain things that we didn't really care too much about. Mm-hmm. Um All right. John Enquest with $5. Rip Wolfden said see you go. I think we've read that already. Uh we're not we're the whole Wolfden is not going anywhere. Yeah, dude. This channel is here. Just things are being shuffled around a lot. Yeah. It's it's time for a a rebirth, if you will. The only thing that's going is the only thing that's going is Will's videos. Yeah, <laughs> but they will. Uh, he, if you bother him enough, he'll make a new channel. Yeah. Uh, again, if you're new here, if you if you just got here, go to the beginning of the podcast. We talk at length about all the things that are changing here on this channel. Yeah. Also, again, I'm taking a week off, so everybody leave me alone. Except I gotta come back and do some freaking. Uh, uh, I'm gonna get bored like immediately. I know tomorrow <laughs> I'm gonna be like I gotta do something. I can't just not yeah. do do anything. Um. Anyway, we're in the chat now. Yeah. Delta Nine says backlog will stay. Backlog is forever on hiatus. Yeah. It'll be on the channel. Everything yeah. will live on the channel. Everything's staying on the channel. You can go back and watch whatever you want. Where is there going to be no more streams? They will all be on Twitch. Uh, no more streams on YouTube anymore. Blame YouTube. Tweet of the week, sad face. 
as a Batman Beyond fan, where should I go for my Terry McGinnis fix? Uh, well, I guess you've already exhausted the series, like the TV series, as it is. There have been a lot of Batman Beyond comics. The problem is it, it's never really been a consistent run. It's always like started and stopped. And there was a weird point in time when Tim Drake was Batman Beyond. Don't read that series, whatever series <laughs> that was. Um, Wasn't he old? The, he was like, I think, five years older than he's supposed to be. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a time displacement problem. Uh, Grimhane says, I have a playlist to watch your and others' vids at .25 speed. Will's last video will remain on that list forever and ever. Aw. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's a good thing to have. Yeah. Uh, Justice League Unlimited had a crossover. Yeah, that was a good episode. Yeah. Uh, Twitch greater than YouTube? False. It's just that for streaming. Yeah. I mean, you gotta you gotta go with what works better. It's just that, it's just that it like you you it, it like docks points for streaming on YouTube, which is which is incredibly discouraging. Um, there's a lot of things YouTube needs to fix in order to get streaming on YouTube uh, to where it should be. For example, allowing disable the disabling of notifications to be way quicker or way easier for people. It's also not really YouTube's fault. It's more like uh, people come here for one thing, expecting one thing, and then you give them something else, they freak out. Yeah. Uh, Maka says, watch the Batman trailer so many times. Robert looks so cool and the music. Oh, we didn't talk about that at all. That no. was an amazing trailer. It really was. That was very good. I feel like it's the perfect kind of new take on Batman that we haven't really seen, especially in... The theatrical release it's much more detective oriented much more uh scaled back as opposed to like the previous ones which has always tried to be like big and bombastic and epic um robert pattinson's batman voice is great yes he says two words but it's it's spot on um i'm very impressed with the like little things like the speed at which he beat the crap out of that guy <laughs> yeah that was freaking a that. And just, I, just the way like he stands as Batman, he's got like the posture down very well. So it's it was it, everything. I loved everything about it. Yeah, e even freaking the mascara. Yeah, <laughs> the that was my favorite part. I thought that because, was really cool. Yeah, because like they didn't try to hide it. They didn't try to like hope you didn't notice. They just like went with it. Yeah. It, was, it, it makes great. it it makes it feel like a really like real grounded Batman, even yeah. though he's like beating the crap out of people. Like, it's still fantastic of fantastic fa fa fantastical, fantastical, fantastical that he's like you know has like a like a friggin' super martial artist and whatever. But yeah. the the fact that he has to put on mascara under the mask is like yeah. it's just really like brings it home. It's so I yeah. thought that was so cool. Uh, yeah, that movie's Pe gonna be people good. were like crapping on the Riddler. How it's like he's basically like uh, the guy from Saw. Yeah, or but, uh, uh, the guy from Seven. But I mean, whatever. You, you gotta you gotta do something with the Riddler because the Riddler is a character who can easily just become Joker light. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if they want to, if they want people to like pay attention to the Riddler, they need to do something extreme. And this is pretty extreme. So I I I think the Riddler is a great villain. I I. And it's like Batman's the world's greatest detective. 
Yeah. Now he's up against the Riddler. <laughs> it, just yeah. ma- it just makes a lot of sense that the whole movie would be him trying to solve who this guy is or or whatever. Uh, also, I, I, the penguin looked great, if that's the penguin. Yeah, that is the penguin. The penguin is being played by Colin Farrell, who does not look like that. <laughs> I don't even remember what he looks like. Uh, it doesn't look like that. They they made him up completely, and he looks spectacular. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's very... Oh, this is the side-by-side. Wow. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And, of course, uh, we got to see Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman. I like the way they did her costume. It's not um high tech it's not you know flashy but it's it looks like something somebody can make and it it just happens to look like catwoman so are we to believe that this is like a seasoned batman or no no they've said this is batman in the second year of his oh second okay so he's at least batman for a little bit yeah that's pretty cool whereas batman in batman vs superman how long was he batman Oh, I don't even that, that was supposed to be like Batman after like 20 years mm. so he's a seasoned Batman but I, I think they, there was supposed to be like a gap between when he was Batman and when he wasn't and then he returned because Superman was just so evil mm-hmm. um yeah <laughs> but the okay so the problem with that and I'll I'll drop it after this the problem with that is when you start your new movie universe with an old batman yeah that limits the amount of new batman stories you can tell with this character you can you have two options then you can keep moving forward with this old batman and eventually hit the end of his career or you try to go back and tell stories about a young batman but then do you keep ben affleck or do you get a different actor so that's just one mistake i think the the entire uh, Snyder first made, but that's who cares what I think about that. I have a lot of high hopes for this movie. This movie, I think, looks freaking amazing. Yeah, I think so. I I feel like now is the time. If you're interested in this, go out and check out the Planet of the Apes movies Matt Reeves directed, specifically Dawn and War for the Planet of the Apes. Those are incredible films. They are dark takes on the planet of the apes, but still very much the high concept sci-fi movies that you expect them to be. Uh, and I feel like what, what he did with that will reflect what he does with a Batman. So definitely go check out the planet of the apes movies. They are fantastic. I, I, I've been shouting about them for years. And now that this guy is doing Batman, I hope more people see these movies. Um, Marcos Bartelli, Will, you better come back for the Batman review. You're the only person I trust with Batman stuff. Uh, I'll try to do something for it. Uh, you know, hopefully I'll be allowed to go to a movie theater to watch it. Um, if I don't, you know, I'll look. I'm going to be shouting about this movie on Twitter until it comes out. So, just guys, uh, you got to berate him until he makes a Batman channel. I'm telling you. Yeah. Um. And don't be mad at me if I don't do a Batman specific channel. You should. I think you should. I think they should be mad at you. Um, yeah. For anyone just joining, please rewind to the beginning of the yes, rewind to the beginning of the video. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think that's it. Do you have anything you want to read here? Uh, uh Dracker the Maker, my iPad got water damage. Oh, that sucks, man. 
Because now if you try to get it fixed or, you know, trade it in or whatnot, they're going to see that and they're not going to give you any credit. Rip. Yeah, man. Joaquin Barlow says, remember when Wolfden Live was in the basement of the Wolf Dad and Will brought exotic sweets to try live on air? He brings the sweet treats on the new podcast. Hope he brings the sweet treats on the new podcast. I, I for the so first too. episode, well, I'll, I'll probably have a cake or something. I don't know. <laughs> We're gonna change the format around a little bit. Yeah, it'll it'll be it'll be worth a uh, uh, a rename. You know, it's not gonna be yeah. the same podcast again, but it'll be similar. Yeah. Oh, ten dollars from Joe Ertz. Can't wait to see the fruition of your positive changes. Oh, thank you. Uh, please do special backlog Twitch streams. Also, thanks for showing me what was in your drawer that one time. Favorite band found through Tony Hawk's Pro Skater? Question mark heart. AFI. Oh yeah, easily. Definitely AFI. Easily. Yeah. Yeah, we we fell really hard into AFI, and it was because yeah. of Tony Hawk. Yep. All right, guys. Uh, That's it for the final time. Yeah. Thank you all for hanging out. The final time thank on you YouTube. For, thank Sorry. you for tuning in. Thank you for watching us. Thank you for chatting at a chatting with us. Uh, Wolfden Live has been a podcast that you can that you could have found every Wednesday night <laughs> at 8 p.m. Eastern right here on youtubecom Wolfden. Um, this has also been an audio podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher. Um, even though the show is ending, uh, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review it because that helps us with placement on those respective stores. And it'll maybe be a good boost for when the next iteration of whatever the hell this is comes to fruition. Um, also be sure to go over and subscribe to Wolf Den Clips and Wolf Den VODs because that's where a whole bunch of other good stuff is going to be. And Make sure to subscribe to this channel in general if you haven't already because there's a lot of great content coming in the future. Uh, thank you all so much for the past uh, few years. It's been a wild roller coaster that I could never have imagined happening. Uh, I've got, got to do, gotten to do and see a lot of great things. Um, so I thank everybody in the chat, everybody who's ever subscribed, everybody who's ever watched my videos, everybody who's ever commented um thank you all so much and of course robert thank you for being the only person i could have ever taken this uh journey with thank you for being here for the whole time i'm sorry we couldn't make youtube work but it's all right it's we'll do it in a new iteration mm -hmm. forever onward uh yeah. guys click the link in the description go to youtube.com wolfdenvods because that's where the podcast will live in the future. It's going to take a while to get there, but we will get there. Uh, I don't know what to say. Thank yeah. you, Will. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> Guys, it's been a good time. We'll see you on social media and stuff. I'll see you in a week. Uh, I'm glad to have gotten this far with you, Will. Thank you for sticking around. It's and to an everybody honor. else here, goodbye. Bye.